You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey there, kids. Do you want to hear a show where a bunch of guys sit around in a comic book store and talk about comics and uh, lifestyle choices, uh, other goofy things and shenanigans they get up to? Then you When need... have we ever talked about comics? Usually it's people sitting on my lap and riding the struggle bus. That's true. It's mostly shenanigans. <laughs> uh, but occasionally we talk about comics. And if you like any of those things, comics, shenanigans, Devin's lap, then you need to check out Snake Oil Comics with uh, me, Travis, and uh, my beautiful co-host, Big Dev. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and snakeoilcomics.com. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 105. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Uh, I'm Blake. Welcome, everybody. We are all back in the studio for the first time in three weeks. Yes, and it's a new year. Yeah, same as last year. I hope not. No, that's true. Most people I know had some pretty shitty 2015s. I hope you don't die this year, Jeff. We're almost die. I hope I don't almost die either. That would be great. Um, but if you did, Scab Jeff can fill in. How you doing, Scab Jeff? I'm doing all right. <laughs> Look at that segue. <laughs> Jeff's dead. <laughs> uh, anything new going on with you, Mr. J- uh, Scab Jeff? There's plenty new go- going on. This, oh. Uh, can you be more specific? What are you talking about? Uh, anybody do anything for the holidays? Anything exciting? Anybody? I got my dream car for my Christmas present. Ooh, what is your dream car? Which matchbox was it? Prius. Did you buy a Prius? Uh, I got it for Christmas from my parents. Did they buy you a Prius? <laughs> I like your parents. <laughs> like a real Prius, not like a Like a real, it's sitting matchbox. right out in front, in front of the studio. Wow. They gave wow. it to you because they liked you, not because they hated you? They, they did. Wow! It's 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 awesome. It's like a video game while I'm driving it because there's like a, a display on the dash that says how much you're using the battery and how much you're using the gas, and the goal is to to get the gas mileage up as much as possible. So it's like you're playing a video game while you're driving. Down that the is road. the worst video game I've no, ever no. heard of. Actually, uh, my wife has a Prius. That's why I'm really? looking around. Yeah. Oh. And you are absolutely correct. There's nothing I like better. <laughs> Then turning the uh, energy uh, consumption screen on and comparing the gasoline to the battery engine and going back and forth and driving around and seeing how much I can recharge the battery 
or stay on the battery for as long as possible. <laughs> exactly. I was, and it tells you how many miles per gallon you have for each tank of gas. <laughs> yeah. So I was at 40 when I started to, to come here to the studio, and I was at 42.3 when I when I got here on Until this tank of gas. Until you start speeding, and then the gas consumption goes down a little bit. But the battery recharges quicker. Well, it's mostly downhill on the way here, so I, I'm guessing that it'll yeah. be much worse on the way back. So did you, is it brand new? Uh, no, it's 2010, I think. Oh, still. It's a free car. Good My for you. favorite kind of car. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. It does it get a better gas mileage than the Range Rover? I've never driven a Range Rover. Land not... Rover? What is that? What's the worst ones? Humvees? Humvee? Uh, yeah. yeah, they don't make Hummers anymore. <laughs> Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Cruise ships. Well, I bought a car. I bought a car. No, you didn't buy a car. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what did I buy, Jeff? Jason is now the proud owner of the uh, well, very first minivan. Oh. Uh. Never going to do it. I'm never going to own a minivan. <laughs> okay, when did I become South Park? Well, <laughs> does it have little TV screens that come down that it does. the kids can watch? It does. Cartoons? It does. So, uh, if yeah, you there's, list- there's nothing to shame about owning a minivan. When you got several kids, it's actually very nice and roomy. And oh, spacious. thank God Blake's on my side. Well, here's the thing. I have no problem with one. you owning one. I have a problem <laughs> yeah. with, with you saying you would never, ever, 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 ever own one. I, and I now you want too many evers. <laughs> nah, I think I was pretty accurate on that. Well, I used to mock and still did. Every single person that got a minivan would say, oh, you lost all your dreams and hopes. That's good. You bought a minivan. That's right. Well, you lost your penis. That's right. Well, when if you listen to the Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks podcast a couple weeks ago that Jeff and I were on. Did you know that, Blake? Jeff and I were on Dark Angels Pretty Freaks. Now, strategically, I wasn't invited. You were invited. You weren't Oh, uh, you just didn't tell me. <laughs> no, we did tell you. Yeah, remember that time when Jason was talking and you weren't paying attention? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I told you. Hey, wait a minute. 19th. I don't remember that. You're, I was like, December 19th, Blake, we're going on a, for an interview. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't think I can make it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You did. But good for you. Yeah. Anyways, well, uh, we're having my wife and I were uh, expecting a third one now, a third kid. So that was a little, yeah. So that was a little shocker. So now uh, we had to go out because our CRV did not fit to uh, three uh, car seats. So we had to get a, a minivan because the Range, uh, the Land, no, what is it? The Pilots, the Honda Pilots, because we're a Honda family, just wasn't going to work. So we ended up getting a minivan. I've ridden in it once, uh, twice. We test drove it, she drove it, and then I rode in it once to Target. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she said, this is what we're buying. He said, well, at least let me ride in it. Yes. Okay. Yes. What so, kind did you get? Uh, Honda Odyssey. Honda so, Odyssey. Yeah. Let, me, let me help you out right yes. now. Yeah. Any resale value you think you're going to have? No, we don't. Because it's a Honda Odyssey or any car, for that matter. Just throw it out the window right now because you're going to have fruit punch built in mm-hmm. there, baby puke, baby shit. You're going to have all that stuff. It's going to be beat the shit. So just understand it's a losing proposition no matter what you do. But it'll make your life much more convenient because I have friends that stuck with the SUVs and they still hated it because they didn't have enough room to move around and stuff. We sold the CRV to relatives of ours and uh, we actually made profit on it. And, really? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Hey, can you introduce me to him? I got some swamp land in Florida. <laughs> and the good news is, uh, well, the bad news is, after we got the car seats out of the CRV, we're like, we are not going to sell this to you until we detail have somebody detail it out. So we're taking it to the body shop this week, or the uh, Honda dealership, and there we're having it detailed. Yeah, I could not get in good faith, even if I vacuumed it out. It was not happening. So, but yes, yeah, so we, able, neighbors must have been desperate for a car. <laughs> Dang it! But yeah, so uh, yeah, so I have a minivan. So no Prius, but mine has DVD player. So that's nice. Has heated leather seats. Ooh. Um, DVD players are outdated, by the way. I know, but for kids, it's great. Throw it in. I don't that's care. That's true. You can still do that. And there's an outlet in the back in the third row. I can hook up my PlayStation 4 to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, as yeah. a I'm sure that would be that real good on gas mileage yeah, with actually, all the TVs <laughs> and PlayStations on. I told my wife when we go on vacation, I'm just going to sit in the third row no, and play. You're no, you're not. I know. You're going to be sitting in the driver's seat, daydreaming that you're paying, playing PS4 in the back. Actually, my wife drives a lot of the vacation, so I'll probably be no, in the passenger seat. Not now. Well, she does. No, <laughs> she no. gets car sick she, really no, easy. She gets car sick real easy if she's not the one driving. Yeah, yeah, she's always driving. PS4. You're going to be so, there you go. That's my minivan news. So Minivan, minivan. Yeah. Jason's yeah. got a minivan. Yeah, it's wonderful. That should be our theme song. <laughs> so. Have you played Star Wars Battlefront? Yes, I have played Star Wars Battlefront. Do you like it? Oh, I love it. I love it. Did you get a new PlayStation 4, Blake, yet? I'm delaying that on purpose. Why? <clears throat> Just go out and buy it. Because I know if I do, I'm going to get Fallout 4 and I'm going to fall into the game well you could be like the guy in russia who was suing like bethesda sues, yeah bethesda yeah because the game he made the ah, they made the game too addicting and he lost his job and his wife over playing fallout 4 yeah but the problem is i still have the college kids uh on winter break there so i don't have a man cave when do they go back soon yeah the girls go back in a couple weeks still so that's when you're buying the ps4 then i'm buying the PS4. <laughs> that's right then i know i can play it then you need to get the battlefront Mm-hmm. It is worth it. I'm not a huge fan of Battlefront. What? I think no. it's I think it's a great game, but it's I think it's inferior to one and two, ah! which were on the Xbox One. Like I would rather play one and two than. I was than this not one. a huge fan of two. Uh, one was two good. Was better than one. I don't know about that. It was the same thing as one, except for more refined. Yeah. See, I yeah. thought two was a little bit more cluster. Can we put a disclaimer fuck. in here for Battlefront uh, spoilers. No, it's Star okay, Wars. It's basically Call of Duty with Star Wars figures, <laughs> Star Wars characters. Is there any story mode to it? Or is it just you run around and there shoot people? is, but it's not much of one. It's like training. Yeah. So it's mostly online, and then you can play. Like my kid got another controller for the Xbox One, so we can play same time. against one another. Um, See, that's the problem. You're playing the Xbox One version, not the PlayStation Four version. Well, the nice thing is, Jeff, too. I was told you because I'm American. I- America. I'm Japanese. Anyway, <laughs> go Sony. Wait a minute. Hey, Xbox. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's Microsoft. Yeah. It's American. Uh, that is. I don't uh, think it's made in America. No, it's Seattle. That's a different country. That's part of Canada, ain't it? I've, I've seen Portland. That's close enough to where Hanno lives. Yeah. That's Vancouver. Uh, Jeff, uh, did you uh, have a good week, uh, good holiday? I had a great uh, New Year's. I heard oh. you had a game weekend? I had a game weekend. Went up to my friends outside of Columbia. Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland! And uh, had a you know they had a party, and then 
uh, for the New Year's Eve, and then after that, we pretty much had a board game weekend. Played probably like over a dozen different new games and whatnot. So that's nice, including some fun games like Eldritch Horror. Okay, where you get where it's a cooperative game where you're all trying to stop, uh, you know, the Elder Gods, Cthulhu, or the like from you know coming through and destroying the entire world, like he does, like he likes to do. Yes. yes. Uh, played Dead of Winter. I think you'll like that one. How was that? It was enjoyable. Was it complicated? It more complicated than most of the games that we play. Okay, but I, th- I think it. Could I saw be that at Gen out. Con, and I was a little like, "Whoa, that's a lot!" And there's never any seats open to play yeah. to test it out. So I, I've never played it. Oh, we'll have to play it sometime. Okay. Did you buy it? I had a copy for a couple months, and never had a chance to play it yet. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, so that'll work. Uh, played Evolution. I got that for Christmas. So oh, you got, got Evolution. That, so that was a evolution. fun one. Yes, I know you like that one. Yes. You build dinosaurs and uh, creatures. Uh, my dinosaurs became carnivores and killed the other ones. Uh, people that I had never even met just started, I started killing them yeah. during the Gen Con. Yeah. It's, we're, we're learning the game and they make the thing. It's like, yeah, you know, you uh, you got to make sure the opportunity's right before you want to make them a carnivore. And Jason's like, no, I just want to eat people. <laughs> so I just started carnivore. Not carnivore. Eat, eat. <laughs> They didn't like me, the other people. I got a Ticket to Ride European Edition for Christmas. I know. And uh, it is a fun little game. It has a nice little twist to it. Now I'm hooked and want to kind of get a South. I want to get a Africa, uh, the version. Yeah, I've and, never, and the Nordic. Nordic is interesting, yeah. I've never so, played, uh, I suppose the regular and the European are the only ones I've ever played. Oh, you so. have played European? Yes. Okay, good. So I got my son... Uh, who's uh, five, he actually knows how to play. We taught him. He's played it four times. He really likes it. So it was kind of nice that he got to play. He's learning how to play, too. So, But, yeah, it's, it's a fun game. Fun game. I, I got my kid Connect 4. Yes? The, the Connect 4 game. He beats me at it. Legitimately. That doesn't surprise me, because <laughs> my son beats me at Connect 4, too. But, yeah, but everyone beats you at checkers. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you but could be bad. I feel bad that I should be able to beat him. <laughs> you should be able to. Uh, my son got Battleship. Ooh, Hasn't changed on, in 50 years. Purpose? Yeah, he really wanted it. So you got we the got Shots it. version? The what? Shots version. Shots. I do a shot. Oh, no, 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 not yeah, that yeah, one that I've seen on Facebook. No, no, no. No? He would go to bed pretty quick. <laughs> so, Battleship? It's fun for the first five minutes, then it just drags for a really, really long time. You know a real fun way of winning Battleship is to stack your boats. <laughs> on one on top they, of each other? It takes forever to find, unless they find it right away, then you're And then you're screwed. <laughs> 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 well, we did the first time playing, we did see him kind of move the ships, and it's like, you can't do that, buddy. <laughs> you gotta keep them there. Oh! Okay, but I, actually, that's advanced battleship. I like it. Leave your ships one space. <laughs> Still better than Axis and allies. Shots. Tis at that. Damn you. Oh, Axis and allies is awesome. Do you want to see any movies over the holiday? Anything? Oh, there's a, there's there's this one this uh, art uh, artsy movie that I saw. What's that? Yeah, it was like um, it's like part seven in like a long series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red, white, blue. Is that what it was? No, Red, like blue, white. Long fairy tale thing. Uh, Hook. Oh, no. Hook Seven. No. I was oh. like, did they make Leonard Part Seven when I wasn't looking? <laughs> well, they did. It's called the California Penal League. Uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania Penal. Whatever. Oh. Sorry. It's uh, similar to that Star Trek stuff. Is it called Star Wars? Yeah, that's oh! what it was. 
Okay, so we, I think we can talk yeah, spoilers. I think we can talk spoilers. Yeah, it's been tell you right now, we're throughout. talking spoilers. If you didn't see it, well, you should have seen it by now. Well, we could probably talk at least 15, 20 minutes on this topic. Yeah, because it's a billion dollar, it's made a billion in America, or will be soon. I think everybody that has wanted to see it has seen it. Uh, I'm going to actually go and go see it again this uh, this Saturday with my kid. So Will this be your number two? Yeah, number two. Okay. Number two. So, did everybody like it? Star Wars Force Awakens. I enjoyed it. Morris? Scab? I thought it was the sixth best in the series. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's worse? Uh, Phantom Menace. Episode wow. one. <laughs> Boy, there's somebody that's worse critic of it than me out there. <laughs> yeah. like, wow. Wow. Okay. Right, well, let's start with what we liked about it. Because uh, I think uh, Jeff Morris and I can talk more on the negative Fuck you, side. I, re- I really like the characters of Finn and Poe. I thought the characters of Finn and Poe were both you fantastic. Didn't like Ray? I loved I did, Ray. I did not like Ray. I thought Ray oh. was shallow. I didn't Ooh. think she was... I didn't think that her character was built up at all. It was Jeff. Give well, me that knife. Well. Give me no, the knife. I'll, I'll agree with him. There wasn't a whole lot of build up. It, it, it was like the the problem I had with the movie was that it was a just a small part of the story, and I don't think on its own doesn't stand too well. Okay, that is correct. Actually, there is no character development in this film. I think there, if there is, is for any Poe development. And Finn. All it is is through action, and that is it. Yes, the bulkest and the deepest, I would agree, is Finn character development. Even then, it's really quick. Like, oh, boom, ah, oh, okay, there you go. As far as Poe goes, did Jeff did Blake just no lose his virginity there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 done. That's it. <laughs> and I think the worst villain of Don't all time. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Silver Stormtrooper. Oh, okay. Oh, what well, the fuck happened? It was like... After all that build-up to you. Yeah. It, it, it was like they, they go in and they're like, uh, turn off the shield so we can blow up your planet and, and blow all these people oh, up. And God, she's like, no. Thing. And they're like, please. And then she's like, okay. <laughs> so that's that's her. That's That was her biggest scene. Like, you yeah, guys that's... don't know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> you're going to be in a lot of trouble there, young man. <laughs> And she had to have known that the reason that they wanted the shield off is because they wanted to blow up the fucking planet, right? No, I don't think so. I think they were they were just bringing groceries. <laughs> Maybe that was it. <laughs> and, and that was her oh, big yeah. scene. That well, was... they did say they did cut a little bit with her, and they said that they have big plans for her in the next two movies. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. She didn't blow up with the planet. No. Oh damn! She, she was in a trash <laughs> compactor. <laughs> she was saved. It was all lined. <laughs> They, they ejected the trash before they blew up That's the planet. Right. <laughs> well, we don't want to make too much pollution. Let's eject that. <laughs> and I thought that Kylo Ren was a bad uh, was oh, a no. poor villain as well. At the beginning, he has these super Jedi powers for some reason that are like far and above like Emperor or Vader combined where he can Emo stop Ren. bullets in midair and, oh, that was and awesome talk about the something laser? else and just... And then all of a sudden he leaves and it goes and he's got this this power that's far and above anything that we've seen yet. Because and he's being trained end, by this, Snooki. This untrained <laughs> girl comes um, and kicks his ass. You did realize he got shot by Chewie's bowcaster, one that drives a normal man forty feet back in the air. So he had a lot of damage. Thank you. you mean kind of like how Finn got sliced up by a lightsaber, but. 
He's still in one piece. He is because it's not a true lightsaber. He, uh, it's been. That's why there's vents on the side because he can't no. control it. Yeah, yet. like it <laughs> cut through everything else as long as his inanimate <laughs> objects. But even when he was slicing the computers, Kylo Ren he was, was slicing it up. He was man. slicing he was it, slicing but it, it they through. weren't disappearing. Like they weren't falling in half. It was just slicing. No, you're wrong. Kylo Ren is a bad motherfucker. Oh my he, he god! He seemed kind of whiny and which was awesome. He emo was immature. Kylo Ren. That's right. He did seem very immature. And at that the was end, the point of it. He was completely was immature and super. Well, that's because bad. he was making a speech against to his enemies. He had to seem like he was in control. But yeah. Underneath, he was really. I can't believe I'm on insecure. Jeff's side with anything. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I did not like it. He wasn't nearly as bad as Silver Spoon. I'm going to no make this uh, lightsaber, but I'm not going to upgrade it or anything like that. I'm going to make it a piece of shit lightsaber so that when I cut through stuff, I, I it doesn't work. He cut didn't cut stuff. all the way through him. He just gave him flesh wounds anyway. Just a flesh wound? Yeah, that's right, because that's what you do as a Jedi with a lightsaber. Here, listen, let me just, like, touch your back all the way up. Woo! Uh, he... <laughs> Finn was moving he away sliced, from him. That he didn't admit he was too far away. He was Finn in half. He only got the tip. Just a little bit of the tip got he him because Finn was running away. Again, this and really he was sound. and he had a big gaping hole from where he was shot by the bowcats. This really does sound like virginity being no. lost. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. With a big hole. And he's bleeding. Oh, <laughs> it was better than Obi Wan just standing there. Huh? I'll just stand here and get killed. Okay, now we're making fun of the fourth one, Jason. No, I cannot no, no, get no. on your side on that. <laughs> I'm on your side. Sorry. I I'm also, also Force Awakens. I you know, like if it was such a shitty not... lightsaber, how could it impale through Han Solo's chest? Because Han was weak. There you go. <laughs> I, I didn't like the Damn. X-Wing battles either. Uh, episode 4 is so much better with the X-Wing battle, and it's because they're in the cockpit with them and they're talking back and forth, and you don't really see as much outside, and it's My... you get more into it than just everything happening, and you don't really know what's going Hold on, on or where we're, everything is. We're all over the fucking place with this. Let's, let's start... Like from the beginning, because I got a lot of pieces to, I got a lot of bones to pick with this movie. Oh god! Okay, who's that guy at the beginning? The old guy. We don't who's know. Max von Sydow. They gave a character. Jeff, can you look that up over there? Uh, okay, what his name? Yeah, just go into Star Wars: Force Awakens and Max von Sydow, or it's guy, or just just Google it. Um, I thought originally because I keep trying to find Rebels. Uh, Star Wars Rebels references. I thought it was Kanan, Kanan the main guy. No, that would be awesome. That would be kind of awesome. It's not, but it would be cool. And I guess it's not Ezra Bridger. It was K- Kalo, Kylo Ren. Damn it! In my mind, it still is. Well, I, I'm glad that it's not such a whiny bitch to... Oh, wait, that's Kylo Ren. Oh, no, no wait. The I'm, one thing I'm I want to say is I think the story is going in a direction that that might pay off. The problem was for this movie, it just, eh. You know what it, it was? Be able to stand Disney. Alone. I agree. It's I agree. Disney That's my problem. Is the another, movie doesn't stand alone. It's Disney setting up another one-off spin-off. They're going to take Max von Sydow's character and make well, him a spin-off they... one movie where he's with whiny bitchy Luke before all this shit Would goes down. Would you rather down? have no Star Wars movies or have movies galore? You don't get a choice. Disney paid two billion dollars for his or a billion. They're putting a fucking movie I out every com- year. I wasn't complaining about it. I'm okay, so sit down. <laughs> Don't be George Lucas. Phantom Menace. Oh fuck you! <laughs> it is. It's, it's better, better than Attack Phantom of the Menace. Clones. Better than Revenge of the Sith. I personally think Phantom Menace is better than Attack of the Clones. Well, Revenge yes, we're going to disagree. But I, I, I just watched them all. I do not. I think would the say Phantom it was the f- third to fourth best one. I'm going with that. 
I would say it's great for a remake of uh, episode four. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you know, I love Ray's character. BB-8 was not annoying. That was a positive. You know, BB-8 was you know great. BB-8 was the highlight of the movie. If you like bought this as a sequel book to a series of books that you love, mm-hmm. you, you read this, you'd be pissed off because there's nothing but re-fucking-writing Again, the same storylines for the first three books that you had written or read de- that was written. It depends. How long would I have waited for like this book to come out? Is it George R. R. Yeah, Martin? Yeah, George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> would you like wait to... seven years for this? Or... Like, book one, Game of Thrones, all over again. You'd be like, what the fuck? I read this in book one. Why am I yeah, doing but he this did... again? This yeah, but it was 40 characters. years ago that book one came out of Game of Thrones, so you don't remember it as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> problem is George R. R. Martin hasn't, you know... We're getting to written, that news of the game. Yeah, I know. Written shitty books that you hated in between. And then you got that one back again. And you're like, oh, yeah. Are you sure great. he hasn't written any shitty books in between? No, He's written stuff. Have you read them? Exactly. <laughs> Can we get back to Star Wars here? Okay. Um, I'll let you know. Uh, Lore Sonteca is Max von Sydow's character, the name of the oh, character. Oh, well, okay. Oh, that was he? worth it. <laughs> nobody oh, knows who he is. Know who he is. Some knows. guy that's got the last bit of the map to the last Jedi temple, yes. temple yeah. where whiny bitchy Luke is hanging out with because things went wrong again. And instead of Craig, like, hey, we got go whiny Luke shit and runs away. You know who he is? He's the guy that has the MacGuffin. That's who yep. he is. Yep. And it is J.J. Abrams. So there's got to be a MacGuffin. <laughs> it's a MacGuffin. It's something that basically every uh, pieces everything together and is it's, uh, it's convenient. The, the MacGuffin is the item that everyone is trying to get, and that makes it, completely and, no sense to introduce as here it is, and that kicks off the entire well, the, story. The MacGuffin, it doesn't matter what it is; it's just yeah. the thing that people are yeah. trying to get. It's, it's an easy writing mm-hmm. tool. I mean, to Hitch- Hitchcock, I think, was the one that coined the term or whatever, because it doesn't matter what it is. Like the Maltese Falcon is a MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what the fuck it was. Everyone was just trying to get it. Who's, right, who's right. after the? Who uh, coined the phrase "railing death"? Ah, they got nothing. I, I think that was Mystery Science Theater. No, okay, I think they did. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so, all right. Let's let's make this easier. For okay. You. Uh, explain why it's such a good movie, and then we'll pick that apart. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad about that. I'm glad you're picking apart my opinion on something. Because, don't get me wrong. I like to ride roller coasters. <laughs> Yeah. And that's basically what this movie was. You okay. sat down, you you strapped on your belt, and you knew you knew the track up ahead, kind of. Yeah. And you knew what the big hill was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then everything else in between are kind of like little pleasant surprises. And then when you get done after, you know, less than 60 seconds of uh, orgasmic fun, you realize, well, that really wasn't much of fun I was not all. a big fan of Snooky. Uh, or Snook. The bad oh. guy. I call it Snooky. You mean Gollum? Yeah, Gollum. Yeah, the giant. Oh, the giant. Yeah. Story, he's not a giant. Gollum. They're going to make him small when he's, they see him. Really like oh, you, than, are you saying he he's like the Wizard of Oz? Yep. He's going to be like... like it's uh, James Franco back there. He's going to be like 10 inches tall. He, he's going to be small, <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, I like Kylo Ren. I liked all the new characters. I thought they did a good job introducing them. Silver Stormtrooper? She has potential. I'm not saying... She does not. <laughs> She's silver. <laughs> Everyone else is white. It's awesome. So you're anyway. telling me characters. Tell me something that you like that's substantial about the movie. I like the beginning with Ray. I liked her being on the planet of Jakku. I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, just I mean, to see like her... uh, Luke on Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. You have no reason why he's there. Exactly. You don't know. It's fun. He's there. Okay. 
Uh, I thought okay. it was nice with Han Solo uh, taking I'm over. I'm not sure I, I, I follow along with that argument that that he can't be there. <laughs> I didn't say he can't be there. Well, well your, your argument against the... Uh, I, I'm not following... I'm not following what you're saying with... Uh, Just strap on the belt, Jeff. Just go for the ride, okay? Again, sounds like virginity. All right, go ahead anyways. All right, so, yeah. You don't Han know why Luke great. is there. Nice. You don't know why she's there. Yeah, no. Supposedly, they're both there to be hidden from somebody or something, exactly. but you don't know why. Because it's all going to make exactly, sense by the third the same one. same fucking film. Go ahead, keep going. Han Solo was fun. I like the nostalgic trip. I like that. I thought he had a bigger part than I ever thought he was going to have. Uh, they did that because they're going to kill him off, and they don't have him for two or three. Correct. So I do kind of like the fact that they brought Han Solo in. And Thank stuff you. Like that, but you. But still, I like Kylo Ren. I like that he was immature and still growing into his powers. I like that. You're I right. like that. That's he... one of the criticisms. You're not actually seeing an established super bad guy. You're I am fine with that. The super established bad guy becoming a super established. That's bad fine. Guy. Yeah. I have no issue with that. We spent three fucking horrible movies making Darth uh, making a whiny little brat named Anakin into Darth Vader. I can handle one movie of Kylo Ren not being it. Um, I'm trying to think. I I did think the end scene with the X wings was a little weak. There was no real build up to blowing it up. You know that you know they actually there was like no, almost there, yeah. almost there. <laughs> no Porkins. I did like What's Han Solo. Set? Porkins. Porkins. No Porkins. No, no, no Matt Parkman. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> he was Grunberg. off. How great is that? You know, your Greg Grunberg. Oh, my best friend growing up, J.J. Abrams, is doing movies. I get roles all the time, man. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars. <laughs> I did like Han Solo calling them out. It's just bigger. It's just a bigger Death Star. Exactly. They're, like, mocking you as the audience. No! Directly to your face. Even Han Solo, tongue in cheeks, like, oh, we've done all this twice before. It's a Death Star. Oh, it's bigger? Well, it's a weak thing. Let's just go in and blow it up. And that is just them laughing at your face because they know they're doing the exact same story over again, and they're going to make you buy into it again because Han Solo said it was was going to be a funny-ass motherfucker. Come on, are you going to see the second one? Of course. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I loved it. I I don't care. I've seen this one twice. I'm not not disagreeing. I like the movie. But when I when I got off the roller coaster uh-huh. and I got, was walking down the exit, I was like, you know what? what? That was the exact same roller coaster that I rode 10 years ago, and there's nothing new about it, but it was fun. 30 it, years ago. If this were the first one in the entire series, it would not have the hype that the probably not that the first one in the entire series I get, did, I agree. Uh, I think part of it is that people are so happy it's not the prequel movies. I think that helps. Oh, that's why you really liked it. Oh God! Fuck oh, like all, all your reviews are. Well, after the prequels, this is great. <laughs> exactly. I mean, your your reviews are more reviews of the prequels than they were of this. It's like uh, let's go through four, five, and six. Do we have this cover? Check this cover. Check, 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 check. I understand George Lucas's criticism, which we'll talk about later. It's nothing new. It's the same story rehashed, thrown down your throat, made fun of you directly. By Han Solo talking about, yeah, we've done this before. Let's go find the weak spot and blow it up. I'll get on there. I'll turn the shields down. Blah, 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 blah. Same So shit. it's the same thing over and over again with the same outcome. That's correct. And you still like it. Now yeah. I know why you're a Browns fan. That's exactly ah! correct. That's right. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, you, know, you think about it. It is very similar to Remove yourself from the fandom, fandom side of it. Uh-huh. From the fandom side of it, I am not lying. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I even saw it twice. I just saw it again this past weekend. Okay. But from a critical point, from a critical you know point of view, you realize they're just spoon feeding you the same shit that you saw on four, five, and six, 
and you liked it so much as you're referencing about because it's not episode one, two, and three. Correct. But I can't separate my fandom from from it. Yeah, I'll tell you how how you know. I knew Han was going to die as soon as I saw the big bridge and Kylo yep. walking out there, and he's out. And you know, you know, and there's no, no real development of the story of him being Han and and uh, Han, no, mm-hmm. Han and Leia's child, all that kind of stuff. Other than Han Solo going, oh, oh, I saw him. Oh, oh, go, go, bring him back, Han. He goes out, sees him. Hey, son, let's go back with me. Doop, 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 doop. Now, come on, they threw him out there to die. Now I know why they did that because he wanted to they, die in return. They, Han, yeah, exactly. Harrison Ford, old, don't know how much longer he's going to be around to finish the next two movies. Because <laughs> he yeah. is pretty old, and I understand that. And the second way is, how, how are you going to get, he's like Elvis, you can't just let him age and die. He's got to go out in some kind of grand fashion. Thank God it was not drugs and not a toilet. You know, but they, you know, it's got to be an epic, it had to be an epic death for Han. And um, if they stole the Ben Kenobi slash, you know, Luke on the you know, bridge, losing the hand kind of thing, the revelation. My issue was... You know, kind of stuff. I, I understand that, and that was good. I almost cried. I almost cried twice. I saw it the first time, I almost cried. Second time, I almost cried. But I, it wasn't because they did such a great job in developing Han's character in that movie. Mm-hmm. It was because I knew Han from before, and I loved him from before, and they killed him off. My question movie. is, why did they name him Ben? Leia never met Ben Kenobi, and... Uh, but she knew who he was. Yeah, but they didn't have a real personal connection. Han and knew Han, who he was. Han knew he was, but they weren't like close. I, I that was my big question. I was like, why would you name him Ben? That was another tired. thing that bothered me about the movie when Han died, because any villain worth his salt would have said, "Yeah, okay, I'll join you and come back to your secret base." And then after he goes back to the secret base, tell all his friends in the Empire, "Hey, this is where their secret base is." That's true. Yeah. All Never right, thought the, of that. Simple know, fact of the matter is. This stuff will probably pay off come episode nine, exactly. maybe. But I think every you know that the, the the problem I have with this movie is this movie won't stand on its own. Correct. Um, absolutely I, correct. I, I think it's a lead up if this to was something. An absolute movie on its own, you'd be tearing the shit out of it right now, going, "What's this? What's that? What's this? yeah?" But it's only because you've seen the first six. Yeah. No, I. I, I I don't even care about the first six. I'm talking about the next two to come. Yeah, right. This is just the introduction okay. to the next two. I, I think part of it is my hope. And they're going to do Godfather 2 back flashes back to young Kylo and young Ray and uh, Luke teaching these guys. Possibly. Who knows? I don't Who know. Knows? I don't all, know. Epi- all the next episode well, is going to be a giant montage. With uh, Luke training Ray and uh, Snoke training Kylo. Rocky will be a montage. Rocky will be in the winter in the snow. (laughs) I can get him. I can beat beat him. I can beat Ivan. Now, are we going to talk about theories for future movies, or are we going to hold off on that because we don't want to throw out? That's right. I I could still talk about this movie for the next 20 minutes, but I know for the expedience of time and for the listeners and everything else, too, we got to move on. Correct. But, But I agree. It's a roller coaster that I like to ride. It's like the Beast, right? The Beast Two. Hey, all right, I'm gonna ride the Beast Two. And you ride it, and you're like, well, that's kind of like, it's like Beast like... One, and there was nothing new about it, but it was still fun. It's like good. It's like Actually, sex. Quite... It's like sex. Even bad sex is good sex. <laughs> I, I never got to ride the Son yeah. of Beast, but everybody I talked to did said it sucked, and it was nowhere near as good as I the agree. Beast. I agree. Can we do theories <laughs> next week? Maybe have a Star Wars section next week. Oh, well, we could. Let's do theories next week. Like, who are the parents of Ray? 
Yes. Okay. Why is she a good pilot? Um, um that's in the book. Oh, but there's no book for these movies. Oh, A, there is, and B, there's a no, prequel there's book to it. There's a prequel book. But they're not canon, are they? That's correct. Yes, they are. No, they're, they're not. not. The ones the that they not just exactly published. Canon. No, they're not exactly. Oh, just published. Yeah, they just published them. Right. Yeah. So how come, <laughs> yeah. I haven't read it? How, how come I haven't seen any advertisements about this or anything? I like don't know. Uh, because there's no such thing as bookstores anymore. So, so. I gotta read a book. To yes, yeah, if you so want to know I the said. full story, you have to what? read a book. I watched two whole seasons of a stupid cartoon. It's not a stupid cartoon. Don't mock Rebels. 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 Don't you fucking mock Rebels. <laughs> Rebels is better than episode seven. I don't discount that. I think Rebel, and that counts how good Rebels is. Rebels is like Firefly. It oh, is so with good. the Force. Yeah. Can, I, can I also talk about the one part of the movie that I that bothered me? What's that? I, I didn't like the, as we were calling them, the uh, uh, baby Sarlaccs. The baby Sarlacc pits. The baby Sarlacc pits. Oh, oh the, the ones running around the... The ones running around the, That entire scene could have not have happened, yep. and the movie would have been better. I agree. I don't, I don't discount that. Or how Han and Chewie came into the entire movie to begin with. Well, yes, yes. I, I have no problem with that one. Eh. Oh, yeah. Well, the, you suspend... The, you know, the Millennium Falcon was turned on, and they followed the beacon. They just happened to be there outside of Jakku. Well, they can... No, the beacon went off, and so they went to outside of light Jakku. Speed. They light travel speed. at faster than light speed. Do you know that? <laughs> the, the stars, they go... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you realize it goes. No, 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 no. They just go. Oh, they might have even traveled at ludicrous speed to get there. <laughs> ludicrous was rapping while they're going through the stars. Did you not? You've ever never see seen spaceballs? Space I did, but I don't like spaceballs. They've gone plaid. Oh, sorry. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. But still, you, you probably could have brought them in in a better way other than that shit. Uh, probably. I, I don't. I agree with you on that, Blake. We're going to agree to disagree this week, Blake. But I still love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of other, let's talk other movies here. Okay. I got caught up this week. Soft uh, Vacation with Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. And? A whole lot better than I ever thought it would be. Oh, really? My wife and I watched it and we're cracking up. Oh, I heard just the opposite. Oh, no, it was <laughs> funny. Which uh, movie? Uh, vacation. The National Lampoon's Vacation. The oh, vacation. One. Vacation, not vacation. Sorry, I shut up. said edification. Yes, edification. Like, Gentrification. 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 <laughs> That's my favorite movie. <laughs> no, it was funny. I it haven't was... seen it. I wanted to see it, but I we rented it. Um, it was actually New Year's Eve night because I was sick all day. New Year's. I heard. Yeah, so we didn't do anything New Year's Eve. So at night, I was feeling a little bit better, and so we decided to uh, watch it. And time out. What do you want, Jeff? I want Pez. <laughs> Not just Spencer, the Pez. <laughs> Jeff's just reaching over with your raptor claws. No, I'm trying to use the force, so oh. yeah, come floating to use me. Use the force, uh, Sideshow. Or, uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> anyway, Silent Bob. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Keisha, it was funny. Yeah, there were some ridiculous parts to it. It was really funny, though. Chevy Chase did not look good in it. Uh, he doesn't look good right now, no, anyways. No, he was in it for about five minutes, and they own a bed and breakfast now, him and his wife. But it was the one funny, a uh, couple of the funny parts is Ed Helms is uh, going through at the very beginning, like the family photos, like, ah, oh, you know, I want to take my kids on a good vacation here. And he's looking through the family photos, and it's all Clark and uh, uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. And, 
Ellen. Yeah, but they didn't take out all the kids. It's the same kids from all the movies, so in each picture, he looked different. <laughs> he looked different. <laughs> See, I like insider jokes like that. Well, there's, like, another, know, part, there, yeah. there's another part. There's another part he tells them, and it might be in the previews, but he tells yeah. the family, he's like, we're going on vacation to Wally World. You know, just like we did back when I was a kid. And they're like, no one remembers the original vacation. This is going to suck. And he's like, no, this is going to stand on its own as its own original vacation. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so that was kind of funny, like a little tongue-in-cheek, but it was it was humorous. I liked it. So that was uh, one and Interstellar. Anybody see Interstellar? I saw Interstellar. Interstellar. Did you see it? Like, yes. Did you guys like it? Yeah, I actually kind of liked it. Jeff, uh, Scab, Jeff. It got it got too weird and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't one of that was Christopher Nolan. Yes, right? it wasn't one of his best. I think it was and one of his worst. I was ho. Oh, see, I was ho home. I was I liked it, but I was like, oh, okay, it's okay. And then the last forty minutes sealed the deal. I loved the last was, forty minutes. Oh, I thought the twist was. Oh, uh, I liked it with the time and that. Oh, it was great. I read the original screenplay uh, that his brother did, Jonathan Jonathan Nolan. That this came from. It was a lot different than the original screenplay. Uh, in it, there's aliens in the original screenplay. There's Chinese made it to the, some of the planets. It's a, it's a little bit. There's more robots in it. Um, I think this one is just as fine. But I mean, robots make space movies better. It do, they do. I loved it though. I really did. It was a little long. Two hours and forty it was minutes. Very long. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely one that you want to see in a movie theater if you got the chance. I, I really like the idea. I, I just uh, the ending kind of threw me off, but I I like the whole idea and the whole concept of time going up to the end. How how he was not aging while his daughter was aging. Yeah, and that was the the the, the, the focal point of the and of Annie, the movie. And Anne Hathaway. Mm, and I thought it was. I liked it. I, it probably outside of his Batman movie, it was probably one of my favorite ones that he did. Um, I just, you know, I unfortunately did not see it in IMAX or in the theaters. I really wanted to. I just never got a chance to. And uh, so I did get it on TV. And yeah, I was watching. I was like, oh, that would be really cool in, th- in theaters. Yeah, that, but, that's one of those movies that look that's a lot better in theaters than it is at home. If you like sci-fi of any type, I would recommend seeing it. But yeah, put devote three hours to, of your time mm-hmm. to it. And you have to pay attention. <laughs> it's not one that you can just have, you know, be playing on your phone or something. So, and finally, oh, we don't get to talk about other movies. Oh, we what saw. did you see? I didn't know if anybody <laughs> saw anything else. What did you see, Jeff? Uh, I saw for the first time over the break, uh, Django Unchained. Oh, how'd you like it? I actually loved it. I, okay. For whatever reason, I didn't think I was going to like it, and that's why it took me forever to see it. And I just really didn't want to watch it, but you know, I had nothing to do one night, so I started watching it and. Two hour and forty five minute movie, and I was engrossed the whole time. It was good. More a scab. Did you like it? Django Unchained. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. That was like what four years ago. <laughs> I don't know when it came out. It was, I don't think it was that long ago, but I think it was two thousand thirteen. Uh, I like Leonardo DiCaprio in it. He was a hell of a good actor. Yeah. I like him in everything. Twenty twelve was when it came out. Yeah. yeah. I always think DiCaprio is an overrated actor. I, really. I'll put it this way. I like the fact that he picks different roles and it's mm-hmm. great, but every time you watch him, you feel like you're watching Leonardo DiCaprio act in those roles. I don't think he quite takes over the role that... Like a Daniel Day-Lewis like, or yeah, something? Yeah, like okay. that you forget that it's him. It's always him playing that role. Okay. Because right, he can't grow a beard as well as Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, you can put on a fake beard. I don't care about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Daniel Day-Lewis has got a better left foot than him. He does. <laughs> 
He's a better artist. <laughs> His left foot can draw better than your entire body. Yeah, I'm not doubting that. <laughs> I, I would I would agree with that, with the exception of Wolf of Wall Street. I thought that Wolf of Wall Street, I felt that he was different in that role. Like, I haven't seen that one, so I can't. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. But Leonardo DiCaprio felt different in that movie than he did in the other ones. I still love him in... Uh, um, what's eating guilty? Titanic? <laughs> no, uh, what's the t- Catch Me If You Can. I still love that movie. Mm-hmm. I know it has faults. Spielberg made it, so it can't be bad, right, Mor- Scab? Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else see anything else? I saw Any a whole... I, I had to start watching all the Golden Globe movies before this... Weekend. Time out, though. You're going to say I had to watch all the Golden Girls <laughs> shows. Uh, but I saw Hateful Eight. Did you like it? Uh, Hateful Eight was good. It was okay. it was very bare. I like when movies are like bare, where they don't have this whole world going on around them, and and you have to more uh, contained. And you feel like oh maybe maybe the book had more, or maybe it should have had more, or something like that. It was very contained in this in this one building or this one stagecoach the whole mm, time, one, and like it a, was a one scene play, a new twist on a on a western type of thing, mm. and it had the Tarantino dialogue that went with it, and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is that who was in it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was she was real good, and she was real gritty, and and you hated her like you were supposed to. And uh, it was it was good. It wasn't it was it wasn't great. Uh, they started with a narrator in chapter four of it, which I'm sure it was like a Tarantino throwback to old westerns type mm-hmm. of thing. But it just felt out of place, and it felt like suddenly it became a comedy when it was a drama up to this point. So there were some inconsistencies with it, and I can see why it's not. I, I would be surprised if it got nominated for an Oscar. Well, with your movies, I'm not cutting you off, but we're going to talk about that when you do your Golden Globes. Okay, so I'll, I'll cut off on the rest of them. Okay. Yeah, that's called a teaser. Teaser. Uh, uh, so did it have the one 20-minute iconographic Tarantino scene that could have been a standalone by itself? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it had several of those where you could cut out 20 minutes and it could be a standalone film like the the the... I, I, if you're going to see it, I'm not going to tell you about it. Yeah, that's that. not spoiled because it's still where, recent. Where Samuel L. Jackson gets his dick sucked. All right. Nice. Yeah. Say what again? Say what, motherfucker? <laughs> um, switching gears, can we talk uh, making of a murderer? We can. Making a murderer, sorry. Blake, have you seen this? No. You need to. Oh, on it was Netflix. so addictive. Yeah, it was. I went through <laughs> 10 episodes in three nights. <laughs> I kept staying up till like 12.30 like, I gotta watch this. Uh, I saw it in two, maybe three days. Yeah. I think it was three days. I That's think I saw I one episode the first day and then and then the rest of it the next two days. I, pretty much the same way. I saw yeah. the one episode and then I went back and watched like five episodes and four episodes. And then this, the end got spoiled for me because of stupid Facebook. <laughs> well, I, well I, really, I, does the end get spoiled, though? Well, not really, but it you was, I mean, coming. This, is, this is something that happened but 10 saw, years ago. But I saw something on Facebook that said, uh, the, the Spoilers. Petition, petition <laughs> the, the White House to have this happen. Yeah. <laughs> well... Are, are we spoiling it, or is it still too ah, I think we can spoil it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, well, I really don't think... 
It's not something that's. It's been yeah, in the it's news. Really, yeah. yeah, it's it's, it's, it's been news. It's, it's a documentary of history. Yeah. And, and the only reason that it's even out there is because they're trying to tell you their side of a story. He's trying to get out. They're trying to get him yeah. out of jail. So the only reason that. Yeah, he has a side of the story is because it didn't turn out his way. Well, I remember seeing the story on Dateline, uh, NBC, a long time ago. And then I remember him getting out. Then I remember him being charged again. Basically, for those that don't know, this guy serves 18 years in jail uh, for a rape that he did not commit on a beach. And the police uh, in the small town in Wisconsin did not like that family. They owned a salvage yard, auto salvage yard. There were some other issues with it. <laughs> they didn't hate him because of the salvage yard. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they they hated you know. him because he threatened the wife of one of the deputies yes. and got out of their car and waved a gun at her yes. face. And this guy threatened the wife of a cousin. deputy. Who doesn't do that to their cousin? <laughs> That's right. Now. In Wisconsin. Well, yeah. In Canada. Meg? <laughs> uh, anyways, Marty. Anyways, so... Long story short, uh, he gets arrested. They think that this other serial rapist is actually the one that did it. And, shocker, he does. Um, He finally gets out, this guy, Stephen Avery, gets out 18 years later. He goes back to his family uh, in the salvage yard. He's working there. Fast forward a couple, three years, I think he was out, or two. Two to three. Yeah. I don't know exactly how many. This girl comes by. This woman comes by as a photographer to take pictures. For Auto Trader. For Auto Trader, the magazine, to buy a minivan. Or uh, takes a picture of this minivan. Damn minivans. And next thing you know, she goes missing. And she, he's the last one that she's been seen with. Um, you know, you know. I'm trying to do this quick just because, you know. And, and then his blood ends up in her car. Her car ends up on his... The salvage lot. On his salvage lot. Her key ends up in his trailer. And what was the other big piece of uh, evidence? The bullet? Yeah, the bullets end up. There was a bullet, and there they, was another big piece of evidence that. Well, her her bones were all oh, charred bones, yeah, her and bones found in the fire pit behind pit. his house. Yeah. The is thing this is, a metaphor for OJ? No. And, and well, actually, it kind of has some parallels. But here's the thing: the reason why they think the police framed it, framed him, in this county is he was suing them for sending him to jail because they did a lot of shady business stuff to get yeah. him convicted of the rape be the rape charge so but it so- really but the the way that the the film works or the the documentary yeah. works is that you really think when all the evidence comes down and then his nephew says that he did it with him yeah and then you're why would the nephew do that well time out time out time out time out though the reason why he gets arrested, is, or that they're kind of looking at him, you think there's some suspicion is two weeks before that she goes missing, he's suing the county for $36 million. And he said he just basically doesn't care about the money. It's about getting them, you know, the people that did it wrong to be held responsible. Well, it comes to find out the sheriff, the detective, all these guys are uh, being depositioned in the deposition. And comes to find out the insurance company is saying, we're not paying this because you guys did do shady business on the rape charge. So it would be pers- it would be coming out of the county money and personal pockets of the police chief, you know, the detective and all that. Lo and behold, she goes missing. This girl goes missing. The detective, the police chief, all these people that got deposed, uh, were being de- uh, deposed. deposed, thank you, are doing the search on his property. And that's how they, and every one of those guys that were deposed found the evidence to link him there. Yeah, that's that, why. No, the, the, the shadiest part was the fact that the, when they came out, when they first had him as a suspect, they said the Manitowoc County yeah. is not going to investigate this. Because of, of, the, of, of, the of, of any perceived. Uh, and then they go on to find out that this one detective was on the scene every time an important piece of evidence yes. was found. So, 
<laughs> you know, and then his nephew, Stephen Avery's nephew, who is slow, and you can tell in yeah. he has some learning disabilities. You can tell that there he's not all there, and he has some learning disabilities. He comes out. Basically, the police interrogate him for hours, and they show videotape of all this. And they basically lead him into what happened. But I, I think the whole what made the, the the series great was that it put you on this roller coaster ride. Like when all that evidence yeah. came down on him, you're like, oh, he he did this. So there's yeah. there's nothing that mm-hmm. you can do to convince me that he didn't. And then they spend the next few episodes convincing you that he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and. They're like, oh, yeah. he's totally being framed. There's no way that he's not being framed. And then there's a, and some the, other things. And then at the end, you're like, he's probably being framed. Yeah. But of, of course, it's a documentary, and yeah. it's siding on one side. And, and well, looking at the real the real story, you're, he probably did it, but the police probably framed him at the same time. I have... Yeah. I. I'll do it off air because of names and, you know, we obviously don't want to be sued. But uh, some of the things, I'll tell you one of the theories that I was reading on because I started digging into this more. I don't know if he did it. I think some, I think his somebody on that property that's related to him did it. Two of them. And two of them had themselves as alibis. Yeah, I, they, they briefly mentioned that in the documentary. It goes into that if you go online a lot more. They go into it a whole lot more that they think they're probably the ones so, but, but there was a lot of damning evidence against Stephen Avery that they left out of the, no. the documentary altogether. If you believe yeah. the Mantuck Sheriff's Department, no, it was, it was like uh, he well, he called and and requested her a couple times, uh, specifically, yeah. several times, and she didn't want to go because he'd be there just wearing a towel or whatever. Yeah, and, who doesn't come to the door with just a towel? <laughs> and, he, he was he was a creepy man. I'm not doubting that. But a lot of it that they left out is like you probably should have put that in and tried to discount yeah. that as well because yeah. that was in the actual trial itself. Yeah, yeah. We like I said, we only saw what made their case look good. Yeah. But I mean, the simple fact of the matter is, though, if you believe that even one piece of evidence was planted, everything becomes tainted. reasonable doubt done, yeah. and. It's hard to believe that a couple of those things weren't planted, if not more than that. Yeah, especially the key. The key, the key, the key is the worst. They find this key to the car, the, like, the seventh time they search for this place. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's like, yeah, the, they get a warrant to search his house. They keep the family out for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the seventh time they search his bedroom, they find the key. They the seventh time when... In broad daylight, <laughs> like, on the floor. And they're like, the, 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 time, the time when yeah, the one I've detective the, the was on in the room. Facebook. Yeah, I couldn't find my car keys. Oh, they're right by my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. a picture of it. Yeah, exactly. You need to see... It is a great, it's a great it, documentary. It is, it's very, very well done. And, yeah. So... Well, whatever Facebook says must have happened. That's so. right. Well, let's get listener feedback. We're only an, hour, an into hour into this, and we're on to <laughs> our first part. Listener, this won't be a three-hour telecast. Listener feedback. Blake, take it away. What do you got? Listener feedback. Uh, but I forgot to talk about Freddy Got Fingered. Did you watch that movie? <laughs> How in the hell did Tom Green ever become popular? <laughs> You're serious, TV? okay. From the Tom Green show, that's how he got popular. No, I'm saying the guy funny. is not funny at all. It's horrible. The, his original show was Painful amusing. to watch. Uh-huh, I like Freddy it. Freddy Got Fingered was horrible. Well, Freddy Got Fingered was horrible, but he was popular before then. That's and I had, the a, I had a headache. That's why I was watching it, because I was lying in bed with a headache, and that was the only thing that was on, and it was making it worse. 
I, I never understood the appeal of Tom Green to be. I never with. understood his. Appeal. I don't. I don't I never understood his appeal. And never will. Maybe because he was Canadian or something. Ah, Nickel. Moving on. All right, but anyways, uh, here we go. Listener feedback from number Doug. one fan dog. Can't give yourself a nickname. That's right. He says uh, the dinette set has ended its run. What are some of your fondest memories of this comic strip? I have no fond memories of comic strip. It was the worst one ever written. I hated this fucking comic strip. Wasn't the annoying uh, chick and her husband? Yeah, yeah, the one panel strip that terribly drawn, yeah, very unfunny. If you unfunny. lived in a trailer park and were old, I guess you could find it funny. Uh, one of the inside knowledge or inside things about this is uh, number one fan Doug sent us a little bit more information. Oh, by the time it was. The woman is retiring it. Yeah. It was only down to 20 syndicated newspapers. So I think she saw the writing on the wall. Well, aren't there only 20 newspapers left? Well, that's true. <laughs> I think there's 30. Oh, okay. uh, so I think he, he's like, I think she saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> I could see that. Fuck that dinette set. Fuck terrible. That, that terrible. Money. Oh, like that and listen, honey. Uh, oh, fucking listen, honey. Maybe if you're a 60-year-old woman, maybe it'd be funny. Maybe. Yeah, but I'm not. Jeff? Scamp? I did not like the dinette set. Yeah, Good yeah, man. <laughs> Even though it was just the one panel, and those were always the, the ones that you read. One panel too many. Because they're easy to read. Because they're easy. Was it worse than the family circle? Oh, God, circus. much worse. Okay. Circus, whatever. Oh, yeah. family, family circle is the magazine. Oh, sorry. Circus. <laughs> because it wasn't a circle. My bad. Family circle. My bad. Well, granted, family circus wasn't good, but the dinette set was much worse. Okay. Yes. I'm glad we got the tier of this. Okay, good. Marmaduke. Better. Ooh. Well, how about uh, Blondie? Oh, so much better. Oh, Blondie was awful. (laughs) He's going to be late again. He's going to be late. Well, at least it was a funny joke that they repeated over and over and over and over over again. No. No. There wasn't anything funny in the dynamic. What was he doing with a dick like Dagwood? Dagwood was a piece Uh, of shit. He had cool hair. And he knew how to make sandwiches. Oh, yeah. The Dagwood. Yeah. The sandwiches compelled me to stay. That must have been why she she liked to eat sandwiches. How about Hagger? Hagger. What's, what, is it worse than Hagger? Hagger was okay. Uh, Hagger the horrible. Yeah. Was Kavak as his pet duck? Uh, uh, you know, a, a Viking comic is still funnier. Yeah. <laughs> what about Apartment 3G? <laughs> Can we get that? that? Well, I didn't read that You one. don't remember Apartment 3G? No. That was the old, oldie but a goodie. Oh, that, that was one of those uh, soap opera yeah. ones. That... The only soap opera one I ever read was the Spider-Man one. <laughs> Oh, Rex Morgan, MD. You didn't read that Rex one. Rex Morgan, no. MD. <laughs> Meanwhile, every twenty-year-old's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Comic strips? Mary Worth? Did you read Mary Worth? Mary Worth? No. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. It's no Foxtrot. Don't fuck with Foxtrot. 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 Uh, he also wants to know if uh, AJ McCarron beats the Steelers and Dalton comes back and loses the next game. That's assuming they get past the Steelers. They will. But, is there a QB controversy in Cincinnati next year? Yes. There, there should, should already be. be. Yes. Uh, you know, all I can say is that this is the worst case scenario for Cincinnati. Oh, or yeah. The last two weeks. Facing the Steelers again in a wild card right off the bat. Time out. It's and either... if they win, then they have to go to New England. I have no issue with New England or Denver. I don't think they're that either. I don't think. Yeah. I think the AFC is completely wide open. I think the Chiefs could run the gambit. I feel like. You think Houston can? The Chiefs are you know the hottest Houston team out ha- there right now. Yeah. yeah. Houston has a hell of a defense. You know what? I, yeah, their quarterback, sh- you know, not the greatest, but you know what? He started for the Browns. Uh, anyway. 
Now, uh, one of my coworkers had the best analogy of the Bengals Steelers game this week. It's the best case scenario, best case scenario, worst case scenario. You could not have it more better if you break your playoffs drought by beating the Steelers. You cannot have it worse if you lose again in the first round to the Steelers. The Steelers are a dangerous team. Oh god, yeah. It's not the best the best case scenario is they had they would have gotten the freaking bye. All they had to do was win one more. I, I think people are forgetting that the Steelers are still here after they had their backup quarterback start for yes. for a month. Yeah. And their record should be a lot better than what it is. Yep. And I don't think people are taking them serious enough. And I that's the, where the problem's uh, going to come I blame in. the Jets. All they had to do was beat Buffalo. That's all the Jets had to do, and it wouldn't even be talking Steelers. That's true. I blame, who was it who played the Denver uh, yesterday? Or, uh, San Diego. San, San Diego. I blame yeah, San, like, San Diego. San Diego should have They had five turnovers in the first quarter, was it? First yeah. half. Or they, they, yeah. they, they got six points. <laughs> oh, five <laughs> fucking turnovers. <laughs> They still lost the game. I did say I would. I told Pittsburgh nerd this week that I would be nice. I would not be talking to them. <laughs> but good luck. Ugh. I hope. I hope. Uh, you know, Raplesberger well, gets uh, his. Uh, I mean, Roethlisberger gets his uh, ACL torn. But you know, uh, I never wish injury upon except people. Roethlisberger. Now the the biggest problem is it doesn't matter who wins or loses. I mean, if the, if the Bengals win, it won't matter because they'll have people either injured or suspended for the next game. You know what? Because it's going to come to that. Okay, so these two teams are chippy at each other. My comment was Marvin Lewis on Sunday after the Baltimore game should have went into that locker room, looked at everybody, said, here's a big old bag. Put your cell phones in it and anything you can tweet or Facebook <laughs> on, and you will get it back by next Sunday. Be done. No talking. Shut the fuck up. Make your tackle and get the hell off the field. I'm all fired up. I don't know if I can watch this with anybody. I don't want to watch it with you. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there quietly. You don't. Uh, you don't watch football quietly. No, no. So, no, no. anyways. All right. So, uh, from Snake Oil Comics at SOC Podcast, we demand a recount on the Bad Ideas Podcast Flobby Awards. We weren't even nominated. You got to do something great to be nominated. Time out. They were. They were what? on the technical aspect awards the night before. Oh, I don't watch those. You're in it. You make the decisions. Yeah, but... Uh, it's like the Oscars. They have the technical <laughs> awards the night yeah. before. We do, too. Oh, what technical award did we give them? Uh, well, uh, Dez, he won the angriest floppy. Dez Hassing. Uh, the, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan from Musings. Dan Zisco. He got the most re- uh, Deja Vu award by saying fair enough a thousand times in one podcast. Fair enough. So you got the Deja Vu floppy. <laughs> Snake Oil, congratulations, guys. You won the best comic book podcast based in Saginaw, Michigan. Well done. Ooh. Well done, guys. That's a, a technical floppy. award? Yes, that's a technical <laughs> award. It's a technical award because we forgot. Uh, so, well done, guys. You won it the night before. Uh, your floppy will be in the mail as no, long as well. the U.S. Postal Service can uh, greet a ship something that big. Well, I got nominated for a real award. Which one was that? Best guest. Yes. And who won? Somebody who showed up. Someone <laughs> blown away by your Billy show up. Someone who was at the floppy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Somebody who brought us Pez, Jeff. <laughs> uh, graphic no- Nickel one day know uh, from Graphic Novice what he needs to bribe us with next year. He, it's out of his budget he, that he can get the floppy for Best Canadian by himself. It was tied between him and Heno. 
Hanno He's technically a, from Idaho. He, well, yes, but that's <laughs> but Canadian. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Hanno wrote theme songs. Kraven Lavis bought us a jersey, a hockey jersey. Well, it's a tough uh, call. Put it this way: the reason Hanno won was because he got Doug's uh, vote. Yes. Because Doug said he can't let Canadians take our awards. Yes. So, <laughs> so Jeff he, and he I had to vote for, for the, the non-Canadian you know, in the group. The Canadian yeah. Uh, yeah, so I do apologize. Um, and Blake can, voted can, for Hanno because of the Blake boners. That's right. That's right. I, I can still be bribed. I can be bribed the entire year. Yeah. Maybe uh, Snake Oil needs to do some bribing. Ooh. With some Pez. He sent you more. this dirty <laughs> business card. Ooh. Oh, that is true. That kind of turns me on. There you go. <laughs> Big old dev. Okay, moving on. Ah, from Randall Hold at RJ Hold 666. He's not evil. Just handled that way. He said, uh, any truth to the rumors that Steelers are signing Kimo Von Olhofen this week? I doubt there's any truth. Kimo Von Olhofen. Kimo Von Olhofen. Single-handedly destroyed the Bengals was season. A, it was a former Bengal. Yep. Yes. Who then signed with Pittsburgh yes. and was the one who took out Carson Palmer in the 05 playoffs? Yes, yes. Bengals in the were first going. Half. Yeah, first play, first play, second play from uh, yeah, scrimmage. scrimmage. Yeah. This is why we're not talking this week, Pittsburgh nerd. This is why we're not talking. That's right. And uh, Chad Ochocinco was never the same ever since. Chad Ocho go into the Hall of Fame? He had that jacket on the sidelines. Yeah, he went in twenty question mark question mark. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, he went good. in that year. Good. Good. Uh, next, his own Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, from the Pulp Culture Cafe at TPC Cafe. What are you? What are you thoughts? <laughs> I'm sure that meant. What are your thoughts on George Lucas's comment about selling to the white slavers, and that's the reason Donald Trump is winning in the polls. George Lucas uh, called Disney white slavers because they took his love. His babies, his, for his children. He said, yes. "Yeah, he's the one who sold yeah, they, them they didn't out. really take it. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they bought it. Uh, <laughs> billion dollars. If they're slavers, he's the original one because he sold them two billion dollars. Yes, yes. But he gave it all to charity, most of it. So you know, good for him. Her, yeah, good for her. <laughs> charity is a stripper. <laughs> Up on the stage, charity. She's my cherry pie. Right. Songs don't pay for themselves. No. Disney white slavers. Can we just actually? It's kind of funny if you think about it, because I like because I don't like Disney. I should be laughing at this, but I, that's even a worse statement. So I'm actually like George Lucas has officially George lost Lucas. it, right? Yeah, he's just pissed off that their film did a lot better than everybody else's, even though he knows it's the same film that he already wrote. <laughs> but it's better than the prequels, and that's why. Exactly. It's so. better than the I don't prequels. understand. I don't understand what Disney's doing. Shut That's the fuck right. up, George. Back George, everybody's drank the Kool-Aid, George. Don't worry about it. Well, that's what they, they, they said. The uh, we want to write a movie for the fans. And he's I just want to tell a story. That's uh, what they're... The story is supposed to go this way. And that's all I wanted to do. And uh, screw the fans. They don't need to have fun watching my stories anymore. I'll do Jar Jar again. It will be his son, Jojo. <laughs> Jojo Binks? Yeah, Jojo Binks. <laughs> Jojo uh, Binks, your life is calling. Can we just say fuck you, George Lucas? <laughs> Thanks for doing the trilogy, the original one. Fuck you since then. Okay, next. Or, yeah, thank you for selling it to Disney for yes. $2 billion. Thank you. So you can watch the same flick over again, told in a different story. Stop! Stop. <laughs> so anyways, after seeing The Force Awakens... Do you look... Hey, thank you. That's a pez you threw at me. Yes, thank I did. You. <laughs> Down your shirt. After seeing The Force Awakens, do you look forward to the next installment? Scab Jeff, do you look forward to the next installment? Yes. 
Okay. Next movie's a montage. <laughs> I look forward to it. Roof so training I... Ray. <laughs> because... training Kylo Ren. And they're going to fight at the end. Yeah. Exactly. Montage. <laughs> going to have a montage. Luke's at the temple. I look forward to it because the story hasn't ended yet. It's still too way up in the air. Okay. All right. So, so talking about The Force Awakens. Did we do this yet? Oh, but anyways, let's talk about this aspect of it. Since I, you know, The Force Awakens. Double entendre? Because no. Snoke says there's been an awakening in the Force. Do you feel it? And Kylo's, emo Kylo says, oh, yeah. And Kylo goes back, and that's when he's pleading to Grandpa, burn out Darth Vader mask. <laughs> oh, Grandpa, Snoke felt the good side of me. Because he's still fighting the bad good and the bad good side within him, right? Yeah. So he was thinking when Snoke was talking about The Force Awakens, he's thinking he's sensing the good side fighting him internally, Emo Ren. Mm-hmm. But was Snoke actually talking about Rey's awakening to the Force? I don't know. I was thinking Rey, actually. So, you know, let's put that intellectual question out there. We're going to put a little pin in it. There you go. I'm going to do that next week. Bing! There's Force Awakens. Okay, moving on. All right, so anyways, from, uh, yeah, let's bring it back down. That was too cerebral. <laughs> let's go to Dr. Number One. Dr. Number One and Dr. Number One said uh, Mark Zuckerberg might be giving him $45 million. Ooh. If uh, Dr. Number One builds us a new studio, can he come on the podcast? He can be outside the window. He could still hold up signs. We'll let him do that. Yeah. Doctor Number One, if you have $45 million, I can still be bribed. <laughs> you can win a floppy. Exactly. There you go. More than Morris even has. Actually, if Doctor Number no One floppies. has $45 million, he can build his own studio and have us come and well, record it. Well, go back to the guest. Number One fan, Doug yeah, One, uh, the floppy. Yeah. Do you feel like you're Martin Scorsese and he's 365 Mafia? <laughs> he got the award for he got the Oscar before you. Does that seem like fair? I feel like that's it. You're you're I or feel, Eminem. He's Eminem. Okay. Um, you're Scorsese. Scorsese. Okay. Just checking. Okay. So you're saying no? Wait, 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 I'm Leonardo DiCaprio because I still have oh, one more. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's because you're just not that believable <laughs> as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nobody likes a scab. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Jeff dies, then you're great. You're not a scab anymore. Then you become Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, you're, Jeff. You're the talent that's sitting out in the in the studio audience, and they read the other person's name. And you're just like that fucking hack wanted. <laughs> I gotta act like I agree. I've gotten yeah. the so one I got, episode I've gotten... I listened to this year. I don't exactly. even win a floppy. <laughs> I have pedigrees. <laughs> and this motherfucker yeah, comes on and tells true, one though. joke and they all give him the nomination. No, number one fan, Doug, actually does listen. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. So you figured that you had nothing to lose giving him. <laughs> yeah, Jeff will right. never know. <laughs> Scab Jeff will never know. Morris would just get this big floppy in the mail and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Moving on. This is a Pez, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> And I like the browns. You got any brown stuff? Give me. Okay, anyway. Uh, news of the gate. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Is George Lucas being a whiny little bitch about the success of Star Wars 7? Yes. Yeah, I think we that was covered Dr. That. Number One's final <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah, go fuck yeah. yourself. I'd rather not. Not Dr. Number One. I'm talking George Lucas. Yeah, I'd still rather yeah. not. Yeah. He probably hates America, doesn't he? 
George Lucas? Yeah, probably. America. He, he's probably up with those people uh, taking over the uh, bird sanctuary. Oh, don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> <sighs> okay, next, uh, News of the Geek. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. News of the Geek. Game of Thrones author George R. Martin Hobbit has missed the deadline for the sixth novel in the fantasy series that will have allowed The Winds of Winter to be published before the next season of the HBO TV series. Uh, he confirmed on his blog. Maybe you should stop writing on your blog and t- start writing the book. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean winter is no longer coming? It's it is on TV, here? but not on... The Winds of Winter! Winter is here. It's no longer coming. Uh, it's coming. Well, all the Starks are dead, so winter is coming. And winter is no longer coming. He says, my editors publisher, and publishers are disappointing. disappointed. No H- shit. <laughs> HBO is disappointed. No fucking shit. My agents and foreign publishers and translators are disappointed. No shit. At least remember the translators. <laughs> but no one could be possibly more disappointed than me. Fuck oh, that. <laughs> Unfortunately, the writing did not go as fast or as well as I would have liked. I, you've had how many years? <laughs> Something the writing go- sometimes the writing goes well and sometimes it doesn't. As spring turned to summer, I was having <laughs> summer turn to fall. I was having I'll more. Na, 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 na. I was having more bad days than good ones. Na, 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 na. Around August, I had to face facts. I was not going to be done by Halloween. By Halloween, you realize you're not going to be done by Christmas. Maybe instead of giving quotes like this, you should be writing. Exactly. This is my favorite part. I won't make excuses. There are no excuses. This is my favorite one. No one else to, is to blame. Well, no <laughs> shit, Sherlock. You're the author. Because no one else ever is. Not my editors and publishers, not HBO. Oh, shit. What the fucking shit? <laughs> it's on me. It's on him. Uh, let's see. I worked on the book a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, a couple days ago, <laughs> huh? Wow! <laughs> wow! Hold me back! A couple days ago. But here's this. Revise that. Theon chapter? Yeah, Theon. Okay. Joy. And adding some new material, and I will write on it again tomorrow. Yeah, baby. <laughs> if I feel like it. All I'm saying is Stephanie Meyer can get those Twilight books out every three weeks. You know the, prob- you know the problem with him is he's, he's too fat for money. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> he's made so much money well, on course. his HBO series. And he has no no need to keep writing because he's too fat with money. You, you, you sound like you feel he owes you something. He owes me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because I've given him hundreds of my hours reading his shit. And, uh, and then pointless storylines where he brings in entire plots of characters that have no direct effect on the goddamn overall plot. And then kills them off. And he kills them off. <laughs> oh, I got dragon blood in my blood. I'm going to steal this dragon and she's going to like me. When did now you're dead. Barney <laughs> oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> did Game of Thrones become Mayberry all of a sudden? Because I'm intrigued by that story. That, that is not in the <laughs> Game of Thrones HBO series. That's in the books. If you read the books, you know the joke I'm making. I'm just going to wait till they're all out. Yeah. Because why wait? <laughs> uh, when delivery will be, I can't say. I'm not no, going. No shit. I'm not. He's going missed to... deadlines for every one of his books going back to the 1990s. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. I don't think you are. I'm not no. going to set another deadline for myself to trip over. No. No shit. He's never met a fucking deadline. Why would he set any more deadlines to trip over? He's never fucking met one. 
<laughs> and that's it. Our George R. R. Martin's not coming on you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's you, Scam. Every time you come on, someone doesn't come on. <laughs> the deadlines just stress me out, is what he says. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You know, the, the funny thing was, he's got another quote in here of the story. He's like, I've written hundreds and hundreds of pages. No, you have You've written thousands, asshole. <laughs> thousands are hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> hundreds of hundreds. I, wrote, I put this story in here just because I wanted to see Blake's reaction. <laughs> you know what really sucks? I'm going to see an entire, episode, entire season of HBO. And things are so fucked up in my mind already as what happens on the series versus what happens in the books because now it's been like over a year and a half, whatever, since I've finished the last book, that whatever happens in the new show is going to screw up all the books and everything. And what's the point? (laughs) Well, he may have them out soon. (laughs) Next year, whatever. Uh, Next, we got with uh, Scab Jeff, who had a whopping 29% accuracy rate last year on the Golden Globes. 29%? I could do better. <laughs> you can't do much worse. <laughs> you are the Cleveland Browns of the pit oh, wait a minute. If you converted that to Canadian, he was actually 58%. Oh, that's good. That's a good go. job. Good job. 200% scale. So I should have won Best Canadian. No. <laughs> best Improvement as a Canadian. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but the problem is if you converted it to pounds, you're probably at like 7%. And Canadians come from British, so therefore... Except for the French you know, Canadians. You lose... Except for the French. They come from Spanish. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> Spanish Canadians. <laughs> oh, you were listening. Hi, Blake. <laughs> uh, the Golden Globes predictions by Jeff Morris. Yeah, we're going to keep track again, right? Yes. Yeah. You, can, you can only go up from here. Uh, that's a Sunday. The, I get to come back next week to see how I did. Is this Sunday? Yeah. Oh, that's quicker than I thought. Now, yeah, hold on. The Golden Globes are voted on by the fans. No. No. No, the Golden Globes by the, by the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yes. The and they, Hollywood Foreign Press. And you know press. what? Allegedly, yeah. they can be bought too. Yeah. So they are like <laughs> the floppies. I do have a did question. They award what exactly the is oh, no, the no, Hollywood no. Foreign Press? Does I anyone have, know? I have no idea. I know, but we're in it. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no, is it, nice. I mean, is it like press from foreign countries that write about Hollywood no, or people from Hollywood that write about foreign... Oh. <laughs> Strippers. Oh, it's a little strange. I get you. That's why Jeff's only at 29% because his picks actually made sense. <laughs> strange, like people from Portland and Austin, Texas. That's it. That's the only two people because those are both weird towns. <laughs> or Idaho. Oh, yeah. Idaho. you got to watch those people. Okay, so so we're a little short on time. You can do some of the reviews on the movies, but do quicker, do quick ones. Okay. Yeah, but we're gonna compare you to the Oregon militia picks. <laughs> They've <laughs> got their own golden gloves out. <laughs> we're gonna see how you beat them or not. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll you read see all the Oregon you. cattle okay. ranchers around the TV. <laughs> the golden gloves are on. Shh. Oh, but they're without power. Oh. Uh, right, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Down the hall is the political podcast. <laughs> first number of questions. Best picture first drama. Drama. Yes. We have Carol. What was that? The one filmed in Cincinnati. It was a lesbian film filmed in Cincinnati. Obviously. Mad Max colon Fury How Road. How the hell is Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> end up in the best picture for drama? I saw it and I, I can see it. Well, it's not a comedy or musical, so... Hello, my baby. Hello, oh, my darling. Uh, I'd go. With, I'd be okay with if it were. In the they said Mad Max may actually be up for an Oscar. Number three, The Revenant. That 
Number four, Room. What the hell is that about? I have no idea what Room is about. I it's still, about Room. I it's I was I've been trying to kind of avoid it because I'm watching it this upcoming weekend, so I, I like going into the movies not knowing anything about it. So Jeff, don't say anything. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, you can go ahead. I, All right. What's the next one? Spot. It's about a boy and his mother. It looks like. Okay. I did see pre. Uh, one of the main actress she was on. Um, uh, who's on after Stephen Colbert? Cor- uh, Le- James Corbin. James Corden. Corden. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, go ahead. Moving on. Uh, Spotlight. Well, What's what Spotlight? Spotlight? Spotlight is going to win everything. It's going to win Best Picture Oscar. It's going to win Best Picture Golden Globe. What is Why? it? Why? It's is it? the the one about the Boston uncovering Globe. of the Boston the Boston Globe uncovering. The, oh, uh, that's right about the Catholic priest Catholic molestation. Priest. Yeah. Did yeah. you see it? Cover up. I did not. I'm watching it okay. this weekend. Oh, okay. So which one are you picking? Uh, I'm picking Spotlight for sure. Okay. Revenant might might eke, eke out a win there, but that's where DiCaprio gets raped by a bear. No, no, right? there's no raping of a bear from a bear. They said in it. Uh-huh. That's the rumor. I heard he got furry rabies. Wow. But I did. The only one of those that I've seen is Mad Max, and Mad Max is actually good. It you was, saw Mad Max too, right? Yes, I did. I I thought it was on par with Road Warrior and the original Mad Max, and it was by George Miller. Yeah, the same guy. Are you yeah. saying it was? Better? It was better than, than Beyond than Thunderdome? Beyond Thunderdome, Ain't yes. we a pair? <laughs> okay, best picture, comedy, or musical. Jeff, go ahead. The Big Short? What the hell is that? That's the financial crisis. That's the, the housing crisis thing. Yeah, yeah with uh, uh, Gosling and... Bubble. Uh, cool. uh, d- 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 oh, the four actors. D- yeah. Brad Pitt, okay, yeah. Christian Pitt. Bale. And there, there's a scene in it where um, they're like, uh, if you don't understand what they mean by the short... Here's Margot Robbie in a bubble bath to explain it to you. And they just flash to Margot Robbie in a bubble bath, and she's drinking champagne, and she just explains what they mean by shorting something. And that goes on for a couple minutes, and then later they have a famous chef. Well, to explain what we mean by this, here's this guy. And, and it's it's. Did it's you good. like it? Yeah, okay. it's good. It gets he- it gets heavy and liberal at the end. Okay. Um, well, it gets. Heavily liberal is it like what? No. Like there's a, uh, it's uh, like Steve Carell says. Well, they'll just blame it on the poor people and the immigrants, and it's like it just seems too like it had been handled so eloquently throughout, and then at the end they're just like, fuck it, this is. Beat with it, yeah. Uh, over the last ten minutes of the movie, so that's my fault with that one. Uh, Joy. Joy, I saw. Joy was really good, but it had the same problem that David O... Like, I love David O. Russell. I think Mm -hmm. he's probably the best director out there, but I don't think he's all that bright. Like, he's... (laughs) Like, he's got this way that everybody talks over each other, and somehow it works, and his movies are the only ones that that really happens with. I don't understand. What do you mean people are talking over each other? I'd like... (laughs) I'd like... Hey, what are you talking about? But, But it's like Scorsese would want to do it like this but he can't and and david o russell is just perfect at it but uh he's got these these scripts that are great and they have these metaphors that work through them and the metaphors are like perfect and then he decides hmm i don't think people are getting these perfect metaphors so he has to go through and explain them in depth like in American Hustle, I don't know if you saw American mm-hmm. Hustle, there were the earrings. And then there's this scene where she goes on and on about how the earrings are just like her. And 
And it's like, yes, we knew that. We already knew that. <laughs> you didn't hey, have to explain it to us. And they did the same thing in this. She was reading a book about cicadas uh, uh, to her kid and how some cicadas stay on the ground for up to 17 years. And it's about her as a housewife and she's kind of downtrodden and everything. And then she comes out at the end after all these years. And it works as a... And so it's a metaphor, that, but he explains it so much, and then the so end... So you're saying they should have just called the movie Cicada? <laughs> that would have been cool. Wait a minute. Jennifer Lawrence had earrings in that movie? And American Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and in the end, it had kind of a Spielberg moment at the end, which I... Somebody I was in a like. red dress. E.T. flew over the bike. Uh, kind of. It, it was like the... It was like AI where the bear held up. Stop it! No, we're not talking that. <laughs> it, that's what it reminded me of, the, the ending of, of Joy. So it had its faults, but it was good. But I think that... Well, um, hold on. Go through the next um, nominations real quick. We got The Martian. Really? That's the best comedy? How's that comedy? a comedy? No, it's a musical. Oh! <laughs> I'm on Mars! How do I get out of Mars? Matt Damon, we gotta rescue Matt Damon again! Sean Bean doesn't die, that's why it's a comedy. (laughs) We went to rent that this past weekend, and you only could buy it on digital. I was like, damn it! How dare they? It wasn't a big deal, but it just wasn't up for a rental yet. Shut up! And I'm flabbergasted that these next two were nominated. Spy? What the hell, Spy? That's the Melissa McCarthy She's shitting in a sink. Oh my god, she shits in a sink. I know it! And that's train so rack. funny. It must be best comedy. She's in tra- Jason Statham. Or actually, best oh, musical. I did see Trainwreck. Train yeah, you so funny. It was okay. But LeBron Rack? James was in it. LeBron James was funny. Amy Schumer, Bill Hader. Oh, yeah. That's it right. Was because good. She's funny. It was enjoyable. That's right. It was enjoyable. I'm going see, to go with. with her on the top yeah. I'm going to go with The Martian. Natural. It's between The Martian and The Big Short. With Joy as a distant chance at a. I'm going to say The Big Short. Point. And the reason is I've never seen any of these, except Trainwreck. Uh, <laughs> it's but, political. This makes you an expert on this. It's going to make it, the, uh, it's because an, uh, it's going to be up for an Oscar. So that's why I'm doing it. Sure. Okay. Well, The Martian will probably be up for Best Picture. Can I Oscar pick too. against, you pick these movies too and see which one does better? You've yep. seen them and I haven't. I've, I've, I haven't seen all yeah, of them. Revenant we'll, is out That's yet. right. We'll have the educated person's guess and then we'll have Jason. And me. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Carol because it's yeah. Cincinnati. So you're going with Carol and the Big Short? Yep. Because Jeff gets a circle. Scab Jeff gets a circle. I get a line. Because I'm an idiot. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> best director. Todd Haynes for Carol. Alejandro Inaruti. In, in, yeah, I screwed that one up. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I would have had that perfectly. <laughs> Inaritu, The Revenant. Tom McCarthy, Spotlight. George Miller, Mad Max, Fury, Colon, Road. No. Mad Max <laughs> Colin Fury, Fury Road. <laughs> and Ridley Scott, The Martian. All right. This is, a t- this is a tough one because Revenant, Spotlight, Mad Max, or The Martian could all win. Uh, Martian, it would win. I would say it's going to be one of those five. <laughs> <laughs> George Miller could. Just, I'm going to go with The Revenant. Alejandro Inarito coming off the Oscar win. More Ridley Scott. You're going Ridley Scott. You're not going, going Carol on that one, too? No, I'm going Ridley Scott. I think right. the Vegas odds are with Tom McCarthy, is what I saw. For Spotlight. But well, you just said Spotlight was winning everything. But it's but it's close on the Vegas odds. Best actor or drama? Best actor in a drama. we got Brian Cranston for Trumbo. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs. Buff Steve Jobs. Eddie Redmayne <laughs> for The Danish Girl. And Will Smith for Concussion. I'm going to go Leonardo DiCaprio. 
You know what? He finally gets his best actor. Well, Globes, so they're going to give it to him and then snub him in the Oscars. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. No, you got to pick against him. Oh, okay, so I'm I will. picking Eddie Redmayne, although I'm going to pick uh, Brian Cranston because he's cool. Fine, I'll dream. pick Brian because <laughs> <laughs> he's Walter White. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, best actress in a drama. We got Kate Blanchett for Carol, Brie Larson for Room, Rooney Mara for Carol. Oh crap! I don't know how to pronounce her name. Ronan for Brooklyn, and Alicia Vikander for the Danish Girl. Does anybody know how to pronounce Ronan's first name? Sorsa. 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 Yeah, I think you're right. Sours. Yeah. I think you're right by Sam I apologize if you want us to pronounce it right. Come on the show. I think it's saucy. Uh, Saucy, Saucy Ronan. Ronan. Okay. From now on, it will be on Hobie. <laughs> yeah. Saucy Ronan. Uh, I'm going to go Brie Larson for Room, but uh, Kate Blanchett might win. Okay. That's right. The the lady named after uh, cheese. Mmm, Brie. I heard, I uh, could be wrong, but I heard people say that they think Rooney Mara might uh, win it. Pull, like, even over Kate Blanchett. I'm going to say Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with her. Yeah. Are they the two that have the lesbian scene? Mm-hmm. Yep. Next, uh, best actor in a comedy. <laughs> uh, we've got Christian Bale in The Big Short, Steve Carell in The Big Short, Matt Damon in The Martian. Uh, excuse me, who? Matt Damon. Thank How's you. Matt in Damon? In a, how's The Martian a comedy? Al Pacino in Danny Collins <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo with the best name for any movie in the list, Infinitely Polar Bear. I don't even know what that is. But it's still the best name yes. for a movie on the list. Well, we know Mark Ruffalo always loses. So I'm gonna go with Steve Carell, even okay. though I think Vegas odds are with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I'm gonna go with uh, Al Pacino just to be completely different. <laughs> I was I'm actually Danny Collins. I was actually expecting all the guys from The Big Short to be nominated in this. That would be great. I was a little disappointed. Um, and then Mark Ruffalo <laughs> for a polo bear because <laughs> he loses. Yes, the others weren't that great. Christian Bale and Steve Carell were both real good in the movie. But Brad Pitt sucked in it. No, he was okay. Brad Pitt, and, he's always eating. And Ryan Gosling wasn't dreamy in it. Mm. No, no, he he looked like a, a what was it? Boiler Room, the nineties. Oh movie yeah, where they all had the yeah yeah. He looked like one of those guys. Are you sure that's Brad Pitt in the movie? Yeah. I thought it was a guy that looked like Brad Pitt, but it wasn't Brad Pitt. I'll try to keep going. Well, with his name was Pitt. It's definitely Brad Pitt. If it's not Brad Pitt, it's somebody else named Pitt, because that's a Pitt. That's what they always... <laughs> oh, okay. Bale, Pitt, Corral, Gosling. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, best actress in a comedy. we got Jennifer Lawrence and Joy. Melissa Jane McCarthy Bob. is fine! Oh, she, she Amy Schumer in Trainwreck. Maggie Smith She's in The Lady in the Van. And Lily Tomlin and Grandma. Lily Tomlin. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Joy. Yeah. Yeah, is there any chance she doesn't win? Come on, Melissa McCarthy spy just to piss so. Blake off. <laughs> I, I think the Vegas odds had everybody else like 2%. Like 20 to 1, 30 to 1. Jennifer Lawrence wore earrings in that movie? She did. Yeah. But Melissa McCarthy shits in a sink! Uh. Uh, I can't wait till she sits in the sink on Ghostbusters. <laughs> Uh, best supporting actor. Or she sits in sits in ectoplasm. Oh, they don't do comedies Ooh. and dramas for supporting. Nope. They just do some best supporting. <sighs> All right, we got Paul Dano in Love and Mercy, Idris Elba in Beasts of No Nation, Beast. Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, 
Michael Shannon in 99 Homes, and Sylvester Stallone in Creed. Uh, I'm going to go Idris Elba, Beast of No Nation. Wow, I would love to go against Idris Elba, but I don't know if I can. Do it. I guess I'm going to have to. I'll go Stallone. Uh, on stone. I think there's an yeah, off yeah. chance that people just want to throw it at him for some reason. No, literally yeah. throw stuff at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best supporting actress. Did Stallone actually actually win any awards for Rocky? Writing. Bet one best picture. Yeah, and writing. Didn't yeah, he? Maybe they'll throw him this bone for actor. They okay. said he might actually be up for an Oscar for it. Uh, best supporting actress. Jane Fonda in Youth. Jennifer Jason Lee in The Hateful Eight. Helen Mirren in Trumbo. Alicia Vikander in Ex Machina. Ooh. And Kate Winslet in Steve Jobs. Mm. <laughs> in Steve Jobs? <laughs> wow. That doesn't sound right. I think Michael Fassbender in Steve Jobs is more accurate. <laughs> I want Jennifer Jason Lee to win, but I'm not sure oh, she's. I'm glad you to. said to win. Good. Um, Single white female. Mm, I'm going to go Kate Winslet. Okay. Right. I'm going to go Ex Machina. Uh, Alicia Vikander. I actually Vikanda. cheer for Alicia Vikander to win two awards because she's also a Oh, yeah, actress. Danish girl. They only yeah. used her face in that movie, right? Yes. Yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Best screenplay. Best screenplay, we got Emma Donahue for Room. Who? Tom McCarthy and Josh Singer for Spotlight. Charles Randolph and Adam McKay for The Big Short. Aaron Sorkin for Steve Jobs uh-huh. and Quentin Tarantino for The Hateful Eight. What do you think, more uh, scab? Mm, um, you gotta go Spotlight, right? I'm gonna go Spotlight, yeah. Okay. Well, I would like to go Spotlight, but I'm uh, I'm just going to screw everything up. I'm going Sorkin because I like Sorkin. I'm going Steve Jobs. And best animated feature film. Oh God! Fuck this. Anomalisa? No, not that Anomalisa. one. The Good Dinosaur. Oh, fuck that. How is that up for a big good picture? Because there were only five. I guess. <laughs> Inside Out, the Penis Peanuts movie, <laughs> and Sean the Sheep movie. Inside Out. Good man. I'm not changing my idea. Inside Out doesn't win. They said Peanuts movie is it's really good, good this year. It's my 28% up. <laughs> I'm going with Inside Out, too. I can't vote against it. It was really good. All well, right. Morris, thank you. There's thank you. Picks. We'll, we'll, we'll find out how you did next week. Are you coming back on the show next week? I'll come back. Okay. Uh, right. This is how bad the Golden Globes is for me because I really like the Golden Globes and my wife yeah. and I usually watch it every year. Uh, uh, Scab Jeff actually sent me a message. Can I come on the show this week? Talk Golden Globes. Are we doing that? Oh, shit. I didn't know it was the Golden <laughs> Globes. Yes, come on. <laughs> So, yeah, didn't even realize it. Yeah, uh, when I read Golden Globes, I thought I had to do something with Brazilian women. That's different. That's a golden shower. Oh. Um, quickies? <laughs> uh, Daredevil returns for the second season in March 2016 on Netflix. Yay, Daredevil's good. Yeah. It, won, it won a floppy. Yes. Long Gotham. You voted for it! I don't even know what's going on. I mean, don't give me that dirty look. I didn't vote for it. And Indiana Jones, uh, a new film is in the works according to Disney today. They just announced it. All right. Uh, Indiana Jones and the can't, uh, Want for More Cash. Search for Viagra. So, <laughs> that's your movie. Is it going to be Shia LaDouche? Oh, I hope it's Shia LaDouche. I hope he's in it! So they announced they dreamlighted it? Yeah. 
Now is this going? They to haven't be said who's the actor. A reboot or a continuation? I thought they stabbed Indiana Jones with a lightsaber and then threw him into a bottomless pit. <laughs> I'd right. be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, what is it with chasms in Star Wars? There's a chasm everywhere. Yeah, the bridge was not very wide. You could make that a little wider bridge in Star <laughs> Wars, or give a railing. No, no railing again, look, not OSHA look, quality. Put a huge chasm and a very tiny bridge with no railing <laughs> is the only way to get across it. Yeah, what are, what are the safety inspectors for the? <laughs> what did you see the sign before you went out? Zero days since the last accident? Well, there you go. <laughs> it was two. It was two days since the last accident. All right. Yeah, in, in order to open up doors, you have to climb down the side and pull a lever. <laughs> Ray. Seems safe. Yeah, it's safe. Perfectly safe. Spider-Man can do yeah, it. You know. <laughs> Which Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire? Any of them. Oh, okay. How do you see any safety harnesses on We're there? We're not going to do news for the box office. Just yeah, it would have been enough. great if Han Solo had a box safety off? harness. He harnessed himself yeah. on, and he went to go throw him off, and it's like... Whoop, 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 whoop. He's he safety on his off. And, Luke then <laughs> and then according to cut you, Kylo Ren couldn't cut the thing because his right, lightsaber couldn't cut it off because his lightsaber sucked. Like, oh, damn it, I can't cut him off. Do you have a scissors? <laughs> we only got those big scissors you use for cutting ribbons. <laughs> for opening the yeah, stores. ceremonies. <laughs> Note to self, uh, anytime I go on anything built by the Empire and their contractors, bring a safety harness. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, box office bombs. Point Break has only made twenty-two million dollars so far on a hundred and five million dollar budget. Yeah. Who thought that a remake of Point Break would not sell? Who greenlit a hundred and five million dollar remake? <laughs> the best title I saw for Point Break said Point Break semicolon a homoerotic journey. <laughs> And the first sentence is, every man in this movie has her shirt off running around. <laughs> uh, well, to no one's surprise, Star Wars The Force Awakens is number one this week. In its third week, it made $88 million. I think everybody would be happy to make $88 million in their first. <laughs> yes. Uh, on a $200 million budget, total of $740 million made domestically. Yeah. And then there's the rest of the world, which is, hasn't even opened in China yet. The best part is it's going to beat Avatar this week. Today. Yay. Today. Yeah. All right. Yeah, China's going to have to censor it so it has no, you know, First Order has no uh, similarities to the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> it's just the rebellion fighting nobody. <laughs> Who are they fighting? The North Koreans. Capitalists. <laughs> Uh, Daddy's Home Will made Farrell, twenty-nine million dollars for oh my god, a total of ninety-three million. Mm-hmm. People paid to watch this piece of shit. Well, did you see it? Nope. Now you can't call it. I can't because Will Ferrell's in it. <laughs> well, keep reading it. Double his budget. I I know. I'm a little upset. Wait, Will Ferrell was in Zoolander. Zoolander was spectacular. Will Ferrell was the lead of Zoolander, uh, and it's and I saw the ads. <laughs> and so Will Ferrell is playing a typical Will Ferrell character. <laughs> uh, the Hateful Eight made $16 million on a budget of $44 million because Star Wars screwed it over. Uh, Sisters made $13 million on a total of $62 million on a $30 million budget. So that got double its money back. And, and Amy says everyone must go see it. Which one? Sisters. Oh, okay. Oh, it looked awful. But Amy <laughs> wants like girl power or something. Is it culture babble? Yes. Yeah. Bams. I'm sorry. Bams. Yes. I, for, yeah. I forgot her. Yeah. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, colon, The Road Chip, made $12 million. I didn't even know there was a new Alvin and Chipmunks movie. A total now. of $67.5 on a budget of 90 Were you not this here when Jason we recorded? Lee? 
Is Jason Lee? Yeah, Jason Lee yeah. was in it. Yeah. He's back. Were, were, were you not here last time we recorded? I was watching the game, drinking a beer. And oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure we had a long discussion of the road chip. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, upcoming for the week of January 8th, we got The Forest and The Masked Saint, whose tagline is Husband, Pastor, Hero. I just like the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Husband, pastor, hero, hoagie. <laughs> Hobie. <laughs> a hero sandwich. From hero me. sandwich. <laughs> I don't know what any of them are. I really don't care either. Zoolander it's January. coming out this week, I believe. Zoolander no. no. This, yeah, is. this Friday. This what? weekend. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I thought it was going to be a while for... Uh, are you I drunk? I thought it was this weekend. No. no seriously. Well, it's coming out this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, while we're looking that up, we'll play the music for our top five. Um, it looks like Zoolander 2 comes out February 12th, for those who actually care. If you're listening to this in first week of February, then it's next, next week. week. <laughs> Uh, I will say, uh, before we get into this, thank you to uh, Neil Ionelis for Dark Angels Pretty Freaks for our interview, Jeff. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Jason and I were on, uh, I think it was episode 92 yes. of the Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that lasted almost three hours. Yeah, we thought it was going to be an hour long one. Uh, I did. You did. Did not. Uh, it was a lot of fun, though. I had a good old time with it. So. It was a lot of fun, and Jason ruined the sport of bowling for a lot of people. I did. Did. Don't go bowling. It's uh, lots of lots and lots of holes. So, But yes, thank you, guys. So, Dark Angels Free Freaks, episode number 92. Uh, so, moving on, top five. Uh, let's see, we have the uh, top five underappreciated actors or actresses. Okay. People who we think do not get their just accolades okay it's a tough one scab you go first at number five and i like dark angels and pretty freaks we do take our take them off our list if somebody else has them <laughs> yeah they do their favorite five but you know when someone mentions something you already have they don't say anything and they'll just mention it on theirs well right off the bat right somebody, off the bat, said, somebody said jason's number one. Like, that's my number one and we're like, <laughs> like we don't do that here forgot about that just have it <laughs> So there's no death match going on. No, no. no. This is death match. <laughs> uh, I was a little hesitant to put my number five on because of Fantastic Four, but I really like Kate Mara. And what? I like her too. <laughs> I, I, I loved her in House of Cards. Um, and there was her another... acting, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, yeah that, that and her looks. That's all you need. <sighs> I don't even know. What now, to do say. you like Kate better than Rooney? Yes. Okay. What? I don't. I don't know about acting. What? Rooney cleans up pretty well. <laughs> I don't even care. Rooney's a better actor. What the fuck is wrong with you, Kate Mara? Jason doesn't like Kate Mara. If you haven't oh my figured God. that out, <laughs> she's really hot. No, she isn't. That's why she's underappreciated. She really because good people like you, Jason. Too. Fuck her. And there was another. What was the other movie she was just in? That uh, shitstorm. No, I don't think that was it. Like, not Under- Fantastic Four. She was terrible in Fantastic Four. What? Everyone was great in Fantastic House of Four. Cards. You said she's in House of Cards. Uh, Fantastic Four, Man Down, uh, The Martian. Martian. That's mm. it. Too bad she didn't get sucked away. 
Okay, Kmart for your number five. Blake, what's your number five? <laughs> Go ahead, Blake, what's your number five? I'm going to start off the new year with having multiple number fives. Oh, <laughs> you hope <hobied> it. <laughs> Remy LaCroix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number three. Yeah. <laughs> she is vastly, I'm vastly underappreciated. it. And overappreciated. Oh, right. I, I don't mean to interrupt here. But I had heard a rumor uh-huh. that uh, Tate's is having problems getting the accent down to play Gambit. Yeah, they called me, and they're uh, they're they're talking about getting someone to overdub him. Yeah, and um, I thought Jason might have his. Uh, he's a linguist, a linguist coach. I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. But I am in uh, talks. Uh, I am in talks right now. I no. am in talks. Oh. I can't say anything. I fired this guard up. I am Gambit. Here you go. Take my card. <laughs> He, he deserved his floppy. I do declare. <laughs> All right, Blake. Who's yeah, your the best part is I haven't named my my list yet. Is it Remy Lacroix? Is Remy Lacroix? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I'm going with the Game of Thrones. I'm going with uh, two characters, two actors in Game of Thrones that's in a lot of other things that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. He's going to knock uh, mine off. Rory McCann. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hound? That's the hound. Ow! He's also best known for his line, Yarp. <laughs> <laughs> Yarp. <laughs> in Hot Fuzz. All right, anyway, there see, he's shaking his head. See, that's why they're most underrated, Jason. Kay. And tied with him, of course, is Ian Glenn. Hodor? No. no, that's Christian Narn. Oh, silly me. Ian Glenn was he? Uh, the, the, I forgot the character's name. Yes, uh, he's the bear. Yes, the bearded guy. Yes, <laughs> I saw a documentary about that. Anyway, that's a different type of bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Well, this has got a no death match right now. All right, uh, my number five, Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley Tucci. Uh, you might have noticed him from he's Devil. Underrated. I think he gets the accolations he deserves. He really does. I'm going to make it differ. He was great in Devil's Wear Prada. He's great in Captain America. He's not in much scenes. Um, he's always the old, little bit he's older great guy. Easy a. He was awesome in Transformers. <laughs> uh, not everyone thing can be great. He was good in Lovely Bones, which was a horrible movie. Did not yeah. like the Lovely Bones, but he was decent in it. So yeah, I, I, anytime Stanley Tucci comes on the screen, I'm very happy that he's there. So, so that's your type. Yes, that's my number five. What is yours, Jeff? Uh, my number five is uh, Amy Jo Johnson, mm-hmm. best known as the Pink Power Ranger, the original Pink oh, Power dear Ranger. God. <laughs> but she is so much more than that. Um, <laughs> she course. should get a lot more roles than she's getting, and I'm, I'm trying to get a campaign that you know give Amy Jo Johnson a chance. You won't be. Uh, she could play Kate Mara's mom in a movie. She probably could. She she was in the uh, TV show Flashpoint. Uh, I think it was a Canadian show. That, it was. That has been on, and and it was pretty good. So uh, she was in uh, Felicity. Oh, before or after the haircut? Um, I think <laughs> during. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, my number five was Amy Jo Johnson. Okay, what's number four? Uh, my number four is uh, Tyler Labine. He is a c- comedic actor. Now I'm going to make him pull up his page here. Uh, he was in that but, one movie. 
that starred the other guy? Yeah. Uh, he was in with uh, the, with the Tucker McGuffin. and Dale uh, versus Evil. Oh, or, okay. I know who you're talking about now. Uh, and he was in that movie, uh, and he had a bunch of different TV shows. That you know, he, he I suppose people I put him in the same vein as a uh, Seth Rogen, but I think he's like much funnier and more enjoyable than a Seth Rogen. Here, the computer in front of you is funnier than Seth Rogen. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's laughing. Uh, my number. There's another one of my. Li- <laughs> <laughs> the computer in front of me. <laughs> number four for me is from Gotham, actually. Ben McKenzie. Okay. Uh, Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. He's been the OC, Southland. Um, he's been Gotham. He's mostly a TV actor, but I really like him. Everything I've seen him in, he's been great. He was good in Southland. Well, I'd say he was great in everything I've seen him in, but I've only seen him in Gotham. So. Yeah, no, I've okay. only seen him in Gotham. He was good in Southland. Yeah. Um, well, therefore, he's underappreciated. Yeah, and I feel like he should get more roles is my, yeah. my criteria. I, I, have a, I do sometimes have a hard time of people who, who are famous from the O.C., giving them credit. I get, I get that. But, <laughs> but no, uh, Ben McKenzie is my number four. Uh, Blake, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is uh, Chris Eigenman. Who? Chris Eigenman. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Chris Eigenman. I, uh, you've seen him all over the place. Again, okay. he's another one of those uh, actors. You've seen him in tons of movies. Uh, I don't even know what name you're saying. Eigenman? I-E-G-E-M-A-N. Okay. Uh, it comes up as Chris Urgeman, but it spells correct. Stop it. <laughs> Spell correction. That didn't even come I up. Was, it's you know, E-I, one of my favorite E-I. movies. E-I. 1990s oh. Metropolitan. Okay. My second favorite, 1994 Barcelona, both Whit Stillman. Ah, you're, you've always talked about those. I've always talked about Whit Stillman's trilogy. He's okay. always been in Kicking and Screaming. Not the bad soccer movie. <laughs> <laughs> talking about 1995. Oh, yeah. He was in f- famous for Made in Manhattan, according to oh. IMDb. <laughs> yeah. That was ne- Blake's next movie. Highball, Last Days of Disco. Made in Manhattan. Yeah, he's been in, in it's, it's Like You All Know. All right, I know that guy. Malcolm in the Middle. He's been in Gilmore Girls. Is it Jeff? You, as soon as you see him, you'll, you'll yeah. recognize him. Okay. Yeah. And all these pictures, too. too. Okay, uh, Scab, who do you got for number four? I have David Tennant. I thought hmm. about putting him on my list. And I did is, not think about putting him on my list, but he is damn good. That's a good one. And he doesn't get, like, uh, his, what's the bad guy's name? Purple Man? Yeah. Purple Man. Jessica Jones. Oh, he was perfect there. He was good as uh, Doctor Who. He was good he, in Broad Church, the BBC detective show. You need to watch that. He's really good in that. Uh, but he's good, but he doesn't really get the, the lead. I guess Doctor Who he did. But uh, but it's still a small film, a show, in all honesty. But okay. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. I like it. It's just, you know, the whole, you know, every, Doctor Who fans are going to definitely agree with you because they think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread or. A whatever. magic wand. Exactly. Okay. The sonic screwdriver. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Jessica Jones fans will yes, definitely yeah. agree. That's why I agree with you, is the way he was Jessica Jones. What's that, your number? that was the best part of that show. Uh, what's your number three? I have Steve Carell, because huh. he okay. was known as a comedic actor. He was yeah. a comedian, uh, before whatever. That, and now he's moving into these more serious mm-hmm. Oscar roles. Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher, uh, Big Short. And he's a he's actually a good actor in these in these movie in these movies, and I think that he deserves more chances like that. Okay. And I think that he'll be more appreciated here in the next few years. Blackwood's number three. Uh, my number three is Eric Stoltz. Oh, mask. You know, mask. mask. <laughs> you know, only overshadowed by Cher. He was in the Batman trilogy for Noel. 
Nolan. Eric, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, and he's uh, a couple That's Eric Roberts, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, who is <laughs> Eric Stoltz in the some, Batman no, trilogy? No, some kind of wonderful. <laughs> some kind of wonderful. Back to the Future. One of my, one of my favorite. <laughs> he <laughs> was Paul not in Back to the Future. <laughs> Married to the chick with all the shit in her face. <laughs> oh, with all the metal in her face? Or what did John Travolta say? I think he said all the shit. He's all the shit in her face. And, uh, of course, uh, star in one of my uh, favorite uh, underappreciated movies, Killing Zoe. I haven't seen it. I've talked about it before. So Eric Stoltz. Yes. And he was also in Fast Times at Richmond High. He, you're right, yeah. He's uh, one of Spicoli's buddies. Uh, my number three, I've given many, many bro love around here. Wentworth Miller. You have given him Doctor Cold or Captain, Captain Cold. Cold. Captain Cold from The Flash. He's in Legends of Tomorrow. He was in Prison Break. Uh, he's in Prison Break, the sequel, which comes out next year or this year. <laughs> Prison Break. Prison is that break going the on sequel? to uh, Netflix or is that, uh, where you, is that where he breaks back into prison or he's back in prison? And he's got to escape again. Oh, he already broke out of three prisons during the original <laughs> run, so. Uh, I will get it back to you on that, Jeff. All right. But yeah, Wentworth Miller, I love him. He's awesome as Captain Cold. I'm excited that he's in a lead role with uh, Legends of Tomorrow, January 21st. So, Jeff, what's your number right. three? Uh, my number three, I'm, I'm putting out there. I'm uh, Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd steals every scene he's in. He's pretty good. And I for the most part, he's just always a supporting character until Ant Man. Ant Man. You know, it's like he's the best character at every. Going back Is as far as friends. No, that, no, that's Paul that's Reiser. Paul Reiser. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would see Paul Reiser as Ant Man. I don't know. What's this going on? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Go, going back to his I appearance in Friends, he was the best part of the episodes yeah, of Friends he was on. He was, he's uh, not Richard Lewis over there. What's yeah. going on? No, uh, boyfriend. He put, yeah, he's Mike. He's yeah. the one who married Phoebe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay. Paul Rudd. Even in, uh, he was like the only tolerable part of uh, Clueless. Huh. I like Clueless. Yeah, the older brother, half-brother, yeah. step-brother. That gets creepy. Incestuous. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's step-brother because... incestuous they, yeah. uh, older brother. Uh, what's your number three? Or two? What are we at? Three. He just did three. I did three, yeah. What's your two? Or is it your three? Oh, yeah, it is my three. No, uh, you did your three. I already did my three. Oh. Well, your two. Oh. Well, there? <laughs> no, five, 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 five. Who says we count? Four, 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 three, uh, three, 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 three. Two. No. two. Oh, okay, two. Snake oil gave us this koozie. <laughs> what a bright uh, My number two is Anna Ferris. It did. That's my number two. Are you serious? Yes. My number wow. two. I picked Anna Ferris. I picked her up. <laughs> Not literally picked her up, but I put her on my phone. <laughs> hey. Is she yeah, the so. ones in the... The scary Spence. movies? Yes. yes. Scary movie, okay. yeah. Yeah, she, she's a good actress, but she always just plays the dumb blonde. Isn't yeah. she, like, in that motherhood? Yeah, she's mom. a mom, mom. and it, she's good in it, but it's a bad yeah. show. And she so. was in Lost in Translation, right? Yes, playing the dumb blonde actress. Yeah. And it's That's like, right. And yeah. she was in Waiting is where it's like, she can actually act. She was, like, yeah. one of the waitresses in Waiting. I'm like, so what I'm just so used to her being the dumb blonde, you assume that's what she is. She was in the House Bunny. She was. Oh, that's funny, that's right. Oh. Playing the dumb blonde. Yeah. Again, she's really good at that. She's, and and, and she's know, better than that. She plays a character that uh, Babs likes, right? The house bunny? I think Babs <laughs> likes the house bunny. Uh, and she's married to Chris Pratt. That's right. Mm, uh, Chris Pratt abs. Well, that was my number two, so thanks, Jeff. Well, way to go. Well, I'll take it off the board. Take it on the board. <laughs> Blake, what's your number two? Uh, I'm going to stick with uh, blondes, mm-hmm. kind of. 
And uh, I, had, I didn't have an actress on my list, so I, I found an actress, Tilda Swinton. Oh, uh, yeah. She's in a number of movies as she's, an important character, but not a main character, but a yeah. good supporting she character. She was amazing in Michael Clayton. She was. I was not a big, huge fan of that movie, but she was amazing in that. Mm-hmm. And she played the evil witch queen or whatever in uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yes. yes. And she's in Doctor Strange. Yes. And she was in Constantine. Oh. It's Gabriel, right? Yeah. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I like that pick. That's a very nice pick. Scab, who you got for two? I have Natalie Dormer. Oh, that should have been on my list. I I really like her. Oh, why did I not put her on my list? She is so hot. Okay, she's not the hot people. No, but she's also a great actress. Every role she takes, she like. Even though, Accent. but she's got what the forest coming out, and I don't know the forest. The forest is this week. Yeah, <laughs> we just oh, talked about oh, it. She's yeah. the main character. She's the main actress oh. in the forest, but it's like a, a stupid horror movie. Oh, she that's can be better than that. Yeah, she like could get lost yeah. in her forest. <laughs> no, yeah, she she's great on Game of Thrones. Well, she was... Yeah, I've seen her naked on Game of Thrones. There's no forest there. <laughs> <Yeah>. she, <sees. laughs> she she was good in the uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, she was one of the best. She was, she was probably the best. Part of the Hunger Games, and I really like Jennifer. She's Lawrence. in Patient Zero. She was good in uh, Elementary, the American Sherlock Holmes television show. She was in she Captain was in America: The First yeah. Avenger. Did you? I've been watching that since the beginning. What she, role did she play? Uh, I, she played Irene Adler, <laughs> aka Moriarty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Six I episodes. I might have seen that before I saw her oh, okay. and the other stuff. So, uh, she's in uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. She was Private Lorraine. I don't remember that. Joe, about a two-minute scene. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and find Private Lorraine. Um, okay. What's your number one, more Scab? I have Mark Hamill. Hmm. I considered him. Because... All of his like, voice acting? Star Wars, he... Yeah, it's mostly the, the Joker and... <laughs> Well, and because I just watched uh, Star the, Wars Episode the, Seven. No, the latest. He had a Flash. great speaking part yeah, at the no, end. The, he played the trickster. The in trickster the Flash. in the Flash. He did he's really well. fun as trickster. <laughs> and I and I saw that, but he's he seems to have a lot more depth than people give him credit for. They, I. How and much he was he great got, in Episode Seven. His, how much do you think he, he didn't get paid for that one that. scene? Although uh, enough that it's worth it. They said he's got a starring role in the next two. Well, Mark, Mark, Car- Mark, Carey, and, and uh, Harrison Ford—they had top billing in that movie, right? You know, even I, though they weren't the—I uh, think they did they actually. Got, they still got top billing. I don't remember. Yeah, they did. Oh, I, they did. I, I think they, they did. did at the end when it comes up. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know because I'm on time. Saturday. All right, do it again. I saw uh, it twice, of course. You know what? I stayed all the way to the end <laughs> through the credits. Waiting for an Easter egg. That ain't fucking shit at the end. No. Don't waste your time. No. Star. I heard people they talked about they were going to put something at the end, but then Star Wars fans complained because that's not a Star Wars thing oh, to Jesus. do. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of like the latest Bond movie. At the end, it always says James Bond will return in. Yeah, Thunder Pussy or whatever. <laughs> but instead, it's like it just said James Bond will return. I'm like yeah. what the fuck? And well, they don't Thunder mean... Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what movie Is that they're going to between Hulk Hogan and Pussy Galore yeah. from Thunder Lips and. <laughs> Well, honestly, they probably stopped doing that a long time ago when they said, you know, James Bond will return in For Your Eyes Only, and then they decided, wait a minute, before we make For Your Eyes Only, let's make Moonraker because space is popular. Um, did you... Who's the main bad guy in that? Who plays the bad guy in uh, Spectre? Uh, 
uh, uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph yeah, Waltz. he just signed on for two more films, yeah, Bond films. That. So that means yeah. uh, Craig is sucked in for two more. That was possibly. Joke. Yeah, he might he not hates be. Hates playing Bond. Yeah. He might not be. Well, he's signed. He's already signed for one more. Yeah. He signed a five-picture deal. Yeah. So he, yeah, and he's, he had that great role as a stormtrooper. That's true. Cameo appearance in episode seven. I, I, I heard his stormtrooper designation was JB007. Was it? Yeah. So it's your number one. Oh, so it's my number one? <laughs> my number one is one of my all-time favorites. That's John Cusack. It doesn't um, matter what movie he's in, I'm going to go see it. Not Joan Cusack? John. John Cusack. I really loved him in Identity. I really did. Oh, that was a great well, that was a good one. That, that was, was a good, good movie. movie. He's made some stinkers, but he's got yeah. some good ones, too. Yes, 2012. I like it. Uh, I'm yeah. a movie driver! And Con Air. No, no, stop it. Uh, My number one, he's a big star, but I feel like he is underappreciated. He can do a lot better, and every role he's in, he's funny or he makes it his own. Am I going to punch him for stealing my number one? Ryan Reynolds. No, okay. (laughs) I I love Ryan Reynolds. Uh, He was good. I mean, he even made the proposal good. Yeah, you're right. That was a movie that shouldn't have been good. Yeah. He made it at least enjoyable. Uh, Rest in Peace, the RIPD movie. Not a great film. He was enjoyable in it. Um, you know, I, I feel like he did, Green Lantern he, was awful. Yeah. Uh, but Two I mean, guys, a girl in a pizza shop. Yes, excellent. Nathan Fillion. Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion got to start there. Yeah. yeah. Is he the guy playing uh, Deadpool? Deadpool. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He he loves, and you can tell that he loves the role. Like in Deadpool, he's doing mm-hmm. tons of viral marketing with it, and it's it's yeah. funny. So I, I like Ryan Green Reynolds. Lantern. Well, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> everybody has one stinker. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell had Vertical Limit. That was his one stinker. There you go. <laughs> Batman, he was Batman and Robin? <laughs> vertical Limit. Uh, Brandon Roth. Batman. Brandon uh, Roth had Superman. That's his one bad one. Uh, okay. Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, my number one should be obvious. It, it, it's Chris Pratt. Oh. He's underappreciated. I don't think he is underappreciated. Oh, come on. No, no, no. I'm serious. I don't think his abs are appreciated. When, when the most oh. prestigious award this man has ever won is a floppy... He's underappreciated. That is true. Well, a floppy does carry big weight. Yeah, but he hasn't won anything more prestigious. It than is a the floppy. Idris Elba of the of the award ceremony. Spell. Hmm. Wow, Chris Pratt. Okay. Chris Pratt. He, he can do Pratt. anything. Oh, he and he does. Anna Ferris. Uh, so know, now that he's made your number one, maybe he'll come on the show now. Uh, maybe mm. well, he was my number one. I think last list we did too. Huh. He's my oh, I left Tara Reid off. Oh, now she's not going to come on. Hey, wait a minute. We still have honorable mentions. Oh, there you go. I, have Tara Reed, I have Tara Reed boob one and boob two. I got left. Hold on a second. Pre enhancement or after? Post? After. Uh, yeah, okay. That is scary. And again, there goes all my work to get Tara Reed on your show. <laughs> this is why you can't get, don't get on Sharknado two or three or four. Uh, anyone have honorable mentions? Good. Moving yeah, on. I got honorable what? Mentions. Oh Jesus. Uh, Bruce Campbell. Ah, uh, okay. You know, he, he, he uh, a little Evil stereotyped. He, he plays the same guy, you know, over and over again pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> although I say Ash versus Evil Dead, I really enjoyed the first couple episodes. And then, you know, it kind of gets, it kind of started getting old after, after a while. three, four, or five. That, they really should have just said Ash versus Evil Dead. They should have just made it a two hour movie. Have you, have you watched all I, of them? I think it would have stood up a lot better. Everything except for the last one. Okay. Oh, I heard the last one was good. You know, so I got to get to that still. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I had. Well, hell, that's somebody should be on too. my list. Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Oh, she there is good. Go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. Any ugly person that's a good actor. 
Because everybody gets so attached to these actors because they're actresses because they're good looking people. Like, you know, look at Steve Buscemi. Yeah. You know, I He's hot. I mean if you if you if you had a headshot of Steve Buscemi and said, <laughs> Oh, we're gonna make this guy our main character, you know, the director would be like that I mean, get him out of here whatever but no he's a really good actor because you know he can get through you know the shallowness of you know a lot of people was he in the ridiculous eight or whatever it is six Hateful eight. no ridiculous six what it was ridiculous, ridiculous six uh, Adam six. Sandler Netflix film god I don't even remember if he did it was a small role he was okay. one of the main guys do you have any honorable mentions, Jeff? Uh, I'll run through the list real quick. I've got Kristen Bell, Elijah Dushku, Clive Owen, Mark Eddy, Stellan Skarsgård, Tim Roth, and Mark Paul Gosselin. Oh, I forgot about Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Is she the one from yeah. Twilight? Yeah. No, 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 that's no. Kristen Stewart. Uh, Kristen Bell's Veronica Mars. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not bad. I like Kristen Bell. I like her, too. I, li- uh, I had Ryan Gosling and Anthony Mackie. I actually had Eliza Dushku on my honorable list. Honorable list. Excellent. I have another list of mine. I also, <laughs> had, <laughs> I also had Elijah Cuthbert. Oh, yeah. Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> Blake Lively. Is this a kidnap list, or is this a... Tori Wells. How you doing, Tats? Tates. This is my stalker list. Tates. How you doing, Tates? I don't know. I just want to watch it. But no, you're doing it wrong, Tates. You're doing British. You need to do Southern like this. Just do a Southern draw and like that. And the the same part, he's from like Louisiana. And can't I know, do I know. And I'm from Ohio accent. and I can. So it's a rare thing that you don't see often that we both, you know, do it different. So it's a real Southern draw. Like, where's my crawfish? Where? So what's the bad idea this week? <laughs> Did Scab Jeff have any <laughs> mentions? So you gotta do the long pause. That's southern. I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> but Creole isn't southern. It could be in my word. <laughs> I do declare. Oh, Jenna. <laughs> Ow, brain hurt. <laughs> I do declare. That was Bill Clinton there. <laughs> I do declare. Okay, move on. I'll I'll eat to declare. He's like, I need a Big Mac. I, I need a Big it. Mac and a BJ. Why do you do it better than me? <laughs> <laughs> I got a Big Mac with some special sauce. <laughs> Every time I take a phone call, I do it. Oh, Hillary. Hillary. <laughs> Can you run for president again? Can you run for president, Hillary? I got some fond memories of that Oval Office. We're running out of interns. Secret hallway. Scab Jeff, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you for having me. We'll see you in a week. See you in a week. See how your predictions do. Do they beat your 23%? No, it was 29% was last time. Uh, It was in the 20s, so we're just going 29 uh, well, there's only like eight of them, so I still need to get like three or like half of them right. Uh, no, bad idea number one thirty. Going back to school and work after the holidays. It sucks. It does idea. suck. Yeah, bad, so. bad boo. So Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad ideas. Podcast. You are now leading the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends.